miserable, miserable pile of secrets. It's a miserable secrets. pile of secrets. Hey, fucking <laughs> fucking Dracula here. It's me. It's fucking Danny the Dracula. <laughs> Dracovito. Dracovito. Look at me. My fucking fangs are Cheetos. I'm the fucking Dracovito. I got I got Cheeto dust on my fangs. Yeah. What's up, everybody? What's up, my nerds? It's, it's fucking... your boy Jester nine five four. Back here with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Junkler Van Damme Miller. It's been a minute, dude. It's been a clip. Yeah, dudes. Yeah, dudes. It's yes, dudes. That's what we're doing. We're here to do it. We're here to have late episodes and less streaming than ever. <laughs> it's fucking great, dude. Just soak it up. And it's funny, like the world's opening up and we're like, yeah, you know, yeah. We'll just shut this shit down. <laughs> um,. Jesse said, Speaking you know what? Of- Podcast's over. The other day, I had to talk him off a ledge. He was like, dude, fuck the podcast. <laughs> I'm starting starting musical theater. <laughs> no. Actually, I keep getting asked to do songs, um, and I just don't. I don't know. I just don't do that anymore. But um, speaking of Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, actually, no, I'll get, I'll get to that later during my week. I watched some Jean-Claude stuff this Jean-Claude. week. Jean-Claude. We're going to watch the movies. We're going to (laughs) have the titties. He's been uh, very active on social media lately, um, posting more and like interacting. Like people are like, somebody was like, oh, I'd love to hope you can be Johnny Cage. And he's like responding back like, oh, I would love to, but that is up to Warner Brothers. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. He types like that. It sounds like that when you read it. Um, But it's cool that he's like, you know, he's back at it he'd love to play johnny but i don't think that'd be no. a good he's too old he's you know too old. Not, you know it sucks but he's he's old yeah he's like 70 probably or 60 he's something. in great shape yeah but i mean he could be uh, it would be cool old. if he was like johnny cage's like mma coach you know and yeah. like it was a similar like you know he was similar to himself he's like an old action star who also was a martial artist and uh trained johnny cage that would be cool you know he could he could he could beat up someone from Mortal Kombat at some point, you know? That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty sick. I'm going to do the split, and I'm going to do the punch to the dick. <laughs> I will punch his dick, and his dick punch will fall his off. Pee-pee? I'll punch his pee and then I'll punch the girl so hard her titties come out. <laughs> if you know, you know, you know, give me cocaine, I punch you. If you don't give me the cocaine, I bring my mother out, I punch her, and I punch you. <laughs> Anyways. My poor wife. Uh, so this week there's not much going on. I mean, sorry, I always have the hiccups. Hiccup. I have the hiccups all the time. Um, nothing major really going on. I mean, Resident Evil 8 came out, but uh, your boys didn't play it, so not yet. No, I bought it, but um, I I believe I'm going to start my playthrough tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to try to beat it by next week, and then um, if possible, if schedules align, we may be having Seth from Who's Next Gaming Entertainment. Uh, to come and review it with us because you already know he's a huge Resident Evil fan. Yeah, uh, he's been playing like all the games lately, so I'm sure we'll have we'll him. meet up to talk RE8. But he'll give us a fucking breakdown of the entire universe because um, he knows so much. He's actually kind of like the other day when I was debating buying it or not. He was like, "Bro, what are you thinking? Why are you thinking it's Capcom? Just buy it." And I thought, like, yeah, like I'm a Capcom like nerd, but. I really started thinking back and realized I've I've never really been a Resident Evil fan. I played one, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Didn't beat six. Uh, and I do – and I saw the movie in the theater. I saw a couple of them in the theaters. Uh, the soundtrack for the first movie is very good. 
Uh, the score is done by Man- Marilyn Manson. Um, it's okay, but it's pretty cool. It's got some creepy stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm not really a Resident Evil head. Like, I love Capcom, but I guess like that branch, I never really like delve in too much. I'm more of like Mega Man Street Fighter guy, Devil May Cry. But um, I'm I'm excited to play eight because it I looks like really you awesome. say Devil May Cry. You always say Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry. Yeah. This is Devil um, May Cry. I mean, yeah, I guess the accent. Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry. Um, Devil, Devil May Cry. Devil May Kitty Counter. Devil May Croissant. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I don't know why. Um, I never got into like Resident Evil too much, but eight looks great. Seven looks terrible. I just I didn't like the setting, like the backwater bayou, um, kind of swampy setting. I didn't really care for it. But now, dude, it looks like fucking Bloodborne. Yeah, like, it looks exactly like Bloodborne. Dude, it's castles, werewolves. There's and one hot dude, goth like, witches. The lead, like the lead of the house for the werewolves. He looks like what's his name? Beasts all over the shop. You'll be one oh. too. A father guess going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks fun, dude. I've just um, been watching people play it because I did not like the combat in seven, and I did not like the. I don't know the. It's weird. The gameplay is kind of wacky since you're a first person. You just constantly get pushed, like people just pushing you through walls and shit and downstairs. And yeah. then I don't know, like they make a lot of conveniences for the fact that it's in first person. It's just kind of wacky. Yeah. Um, and it takes I don't know. fucking 12 headshots to kill a zombie or a werewolf. Yeah, I'm playing this shit on normal, dude. Uh, I thought that about buying does. it and playing it on, like, infinite ammo easy mode. Yeah. Well, I already told you before, we're going to com- we're gonna commit fraud. And uh, you can just use mine. We're going to commit. Be- we're going to commit mail fraud. We're going to commit video game fraud. Because we're males. Um... <laughs> No, because I mean I don't have a PS5, so just I'll pretend your PS5 is my PS5 and just fucking put my account on your PS5, and uh, you have access to my library of 400 plus games, of which you will play one of them, Resident Evil, for five minutes, and that's it. Yeah, I hated seven. My... I and and I played seven on PC. I thought I was gonna have a fucking blast because I thought, oh, the shooting will be really tight. You know, it still just takes a million hits to kill anything, so it's like not fun. And then I realized. In this game, it starts. So I watched uh, like the first two hours of the game today, just for you know, like I had it on in the background while I was working. Um, mm. They changed the way Mia looks. I don't even know who that bitch is. That's Ethan Winter's wife. Like she's the whole oh, like point okay. of the first game. She's in this, and she looks the whole point of seven. Yeah. So the sorry, the first game in the Ethan Winter's arc, and he's such a whack fucking protagonist, like. It's yeah, weird. I hear that some of the dialogue is just like it's like an AI wrote it. Like it's so cheesy. Yeah. And it's like his dialogue is supposedly which I'm okay with because I mean if you go back you were almost a Jill sandwich. Like that's it's got the camp elements and it should Well, he have just the doesn't camp. have a personality. That's his problem. Yeah. Okay. Where everybody else has like, you know, they've kind of got something to them. He's just like I'm Ethan, and I don't know what's going on. He's always like, why is everybody fucking dying on me? What's happening? And then in this one, and in this one, he talks in the very beginning. He's like, and you know, uh, Chris gave me all that military training, (laughs) like all of a sudden, so that they can explain that he's good at things, you know? Yeah. It's weird. 
And it's weird that they tie it together because I really don't feel like this is a Resident Evil game. And well, if it I is, mean, make it a different part of the world, right? Like, or you know, and it is, you know, but like make it not tied to Umbrella. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I would imagine it's like more or less Blaga stuff because the game is basically a next a new version of like the Resident Evil Four universe or world, kind of. So I don't know. Well, what I from but, what I know, it's it's different. It all spawns from like this vampire shit. I'm cool with that. I like vampires. But I just don't understand what it has to do with fucking Resident Evil. You know, like it all starts with yeah. the T virus, then the last Plaga shit was like sort of an offshoot of the T virus where the T virus came from. As mm-hmm. far as I remember, it was something like that. Now this is like some other shit. I'm like, just 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 make the thing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's kinda, it's I mean, annoying. I guess it's pretty obvious. Uh, Lady Demetris is basically. I'm. It's pretty fucking obvious. She's a. Ty- she has to be tyrant. She's a tyrant. So I'm sure, like, she's got to be like a, like Negative. a female version of a tyrant. Negative. Negative Ghost Rider. I thought she. I. I thought it would be obvious that that's what she is. is she's because she's giant. She's pale. Huh. Cool. No, then. So she's. Don't tell me anything. Yeah, from what I could see, it's different. Don't tell me nothing. I'm Don't gonna start playing me. tomorrow. Hundred motherfuckers can't tell me nothing. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, jump into it. It's been. Uh, it's been it's been two weeks. Um, yep. and some change probably. A lot's happened in my world. I've worked a lot. Uh, there was an election in Valheim. I ran for mayor. I lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it was funny. I played a heel. I just, uh, I basically, you know, played like the Viking version of Trump. I just talked a bunch of shit, killed people, you know, just did things. Uh, and I almost won. I was up by one vote and then I lost. Um, but Who it was did I of... vote for? Uh, I voted for you. Thank you. Just because I had to. I, I, I wouldn't have if I was playing, if I played the game, I'd vote <laughs> for the other guy. Because you were going to ruin the game. <laughs> I wasn't going to do anything. I You're was like playing them that like oh I'll give everybody a thousand gold every day I'm like you can't you don't have that yeah that was the You're point ruin, I, gonna, remember uh, when we were all gonna get tax breaks shit. and we were gonna drain the swamp and we were gonna do all that we we're gonna have a fucking wall for across the entire southern border it's all fake promises bro you gotta lie about all of it and then yeah. I was I just haven't played like I don't play that game <laughs> I go in and I talk shit in the Discord and then I like I get bored those games are about like farm wood to build a house to farm more wood to build a path to your house to build a deck yeah. you know like i'm like no thanks i actually started a survival game i'll talk about it later um, um probably not gonna play it again i watch survival games are fucking stupid yeah they don't they're, they're fun for a minute but then i'm like okay i don't care you know like it's just yeah. i have no ties to it um i started watching clarice the silence clarice. of the lamb sequel um you know, series or whatever. It's okay. The girl who plays Clarice does a good job at mimicking the voice, and they do it in... She do the accent. Yeah. Uh, they do it in the time period, so it's in, like, 93 or 94. It's right after the end of Sounds of the Lambs, um, which is cool. Uh, and they flash to Buffalo Bill, and they don't use a different guy. It's just the scenes from the movie, which I like. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's it's okay. It's weird. It doesn't, like, glorify Clarice in, in any way. She's just, like, Everyone kind of hates her, so I don't know. So why is the show about her? I don't know. I haven't uh, finished it, though, but um, I played Resident Evil 8 demos. I played both. Um, 
and I kind of got annoyed. I mean, I think it looks incredible, right? Like it's such a cool world, and and again, I think as a theme park roller coaster ride, it's pretty cool. But I just I don't like the controls, man. It's clunky for a shooter. Like you're just this like kind of slow doofus, <laughs> and yeah. it takes so many shots to kill you. There's no reason to be accurate, you know. But uh, I started watching the story, and that was cool. Like I, I like watching it as a movie. Um, I also bought Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, a re-release of the 2002 PS2 uh, game, uh, and they just upresed it or upscaled it to 4K. It, it supports 4K now. Um, they did not do any graphic fidelity increases or anything. Um, I yeah, mean, it, it still, looks very PS2. I, I think it still looks really good, considering what genre, you know, uh, what generation of console it's in. Um, yeah. I still think the water effects look pretty cool for their time. Um, and it's still pretty fun to play. I mean, it's frustrating because it's harder than I remember. Because, you know, I, I don't know. You don't get enough points to get skills yet. So, like, I'm just a dude hammering things all the time, you know, punching and shooting and running. Yeah. Um, but it's been a fun, like, turn your brain off game. And I am glad I bought it. But, man, it's overpriced. They're asking $30 for it. Yeah, it's a bit much. I, uh and I, maybe if they would have, like, reskinned it, like, half remake or something, no, like, want if they would have put a little more in it. You want 30 bucks? Give me Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 1 and 2. Bundle them together and I'll give you $30. You know, it makes sense. Yeah, that's This true. is a fucking 20-year-old game. And they're banking on the fact that you can't get this game in any other way other than spending $120 to get a disc, which I have a disc somewhere. I have all of them. I have Champions 1 and 2. And Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 1 and 2. I bought them super cheap a long time ago. And I just have them in a black box somewhere. Um, or at least some of them. I don't know if I have all of them anymore. Because who knows? I've moved so many times. Um, but it's fun. And I'm glad they put it out. Like, there was no way to play it, you know? Yeah. I wish they'd released Champions of I mean, Norath. What Those do you mean? They don't, it's not on Steam? No. Hmm. I figured Steam has everything. No, dude. A lot of stuff, especially from those generations, are not on Steam. Um... Boomer. New Dark Alliance comes out later this month or next month sometime. I can't remember. It's yeah, the, the, the co-op one. Yeah. That we're thinking of maybe some, playing. I watched some gameplay of it. It looks kind of whack. It looks kind of, yeah, it looks kind of C-tier. Yeah, and it's like... like dude, you, you have Dungeons and Dragons money. Why yes. can't you get, like, th- why can't you get a better team? Like, it looks like... It looks crappy. I'm, I'm, I don't mean to be rude because I'm sure people worked hard on it, but it looks like a PS3 game. It's kind of like the way that how they just bamboozled everybody with um, it's a shooter game everyone's playing over uh, under fucking Outriders. Oh, yeah. Outriders looks like a fucking PS3 game, dude. Outriders looks no... like trash. Yeah, dude. Look, and I played the it. demo, the camera shake in that. They decided... It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life to pretend that there's a handheld camera. Like, so someone's following your character and it's like shaking during every cutscene as if someone's holding a camera. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's like, you know what I hate when? When it starts raining in a game and then they have raindrops on the screen like it's a camera. Yeah. Hey, dude. Hey, don't do that. Yeah. Also, (laughs) I'm having enough trouble seeing what's going on. Don't, Don't do that. Also, it's not looking straight up. The way that they make the drops, it's like it splatters on this. I'm like, bruh, this we're not looking straight into the air. Yeah. Like I wear glasses. 
water just hits and drips down. It doesn't like splatter on top of it like it's just flat surface. But yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. I I I'm gonna I'm gonna get it because I think it'll be fun for us to co-op stream it. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I'm dumb anyways, and I buy fucking everything anyways. Dude, I haven't so bought. I'm pretty sure I haven't bought any of the games that have come out recently. I wanted Returnal, but seventy dollars for what amounts to like a twenty-hour game, and and not oh, really a playthrough of it is like five hours. You know. Yeah, but I bought like three games this week. There's no saving. <laughs> Which is interesting because of how long the runs are. Not yet. They're patching it in. Okay. People were complaining because you'll start your fucking game and if you're having a really great ride for two hours, there's no way to save. Do you know what these fucking people tell people to do? What? Leave they their said, PlayStation running. Just just put your system on standby. And yeah. people are like, what if I want to play another game, asshole? Or what if so, my PlayStation still can't go into standby? We're still not. I don't think they've said they fixed a bug that was breaking. That was breaking. Yeah, they just systems. stopped talking about it. Yeah, they just stopped talking. I don't. I've never put mine in rest mode ever. No, I wouldn't. Because I'm like, you can't get them, and that was seven hundred dollars I spent. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not fucking with that. Um, yeah, I, I bought know. a new keyboard. Um, does it have glowing lights on it? No. No, no, no. I don't like RGB keyboards. I don't like lights shining up into my face. I think it's, like, distracting, and it, like, blinds me. Hey, man, look. It, too soon, bro. She died this year, and we needed her to be around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you. Um, No, but I was looking at my keyboard the other day, and it's, like, a, it's shiny, so, like, it catches all, like, the dust, and I don't know. It's annoying. It's a good keyboard. I'm going to use switch it for work, but it's also the last remnant of... Uh, my ex that's like been sitting here and i'm like you know what it's time for a new one like it still works so i'll shift it and bring it to the office when i go back and have a nice loud mechanical keyboard that'll piss everyone off um but i've been looking anyway so i got a ducky um which is a nice highly regarded one it was 100 bucks and i had a 20 dollar 25 dollars in points for amazon for my credit card from the ps5 so i was like oh cool i'll do that and just you know buy this and then i'll have my whole setup you know Okay. Um, and then uh, the last thing I beat Trails of Cold Steel one, and I started Cold Steel two because it. Oh yeah, you got to do your little mini review. Man, it ends on such a cliffhanger, and it's funny because it's all of the first games in the different arcs are like that. They're like these weird slice of life, just kind of chill things, and you get hints that the world is broader, right? Like there's more going on, and especially now, because in the timeline, Cold Steel one takes place. At the end of, uh, actually, I think it's in, I'm lying, it's in the middle of uh, Azure. So the second game in the middle. Azure? In, in the middle? In the middle, uh, the middle series or whatever, the middle arc. Um, so it references a lot of stuff that's happening. And it's cool because, like, you fight these weird terrorists in that game because you're, you know, you're like a cop and there's these terrorists that are trying to, um, kidnap some of the leaders of the different countries that are all meeting in Crossbell, in which is like a small country in sandwiched in between two warring countries or two countries that are like almost going to war right okay and so it's it's like getting stuck in the middle and so they have this trade conference in the middle in 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 Crossbell, and that uh that is where these terrorists attack and you play through that in trails to azure and so in this in cold steel you fight this group of terrorists and one of them at the end of your fight is like all right fuck you guys like he he does something and you end up getting incapacitated and he's about to kill you and then his boss comes and is like i'll fight him and then 
he changes into the terrorist outfit and he's one of the guys that you fight in that oh, and shit. then they get fucking murked. Like you fight them and you beat them up and you know you're you're a cop so you're like about to arrest them and then these they're these mercenaries they're called Jaegers in that world and they're they're in all the games, you know. Well, this the one of the guys whose name is Randy Orlando, he's like uh one of the main characters of nice. Cold Steel. He's Good like look. my favorite. Nice Japanese name. Yeah. Randy Orlando. Uh he um he was part of this one Jaeger group called uh Red Constellation and his whole family's in it. And so at the moment you beat this guy in uh Azure, his fucking uncle comes and they just mow them all down. Like just kill them all. And you're like, Sick. what the fuck? And then you find out they were hired by someone to do that, whatever. And so it's cool to see it from the other side because they were just nobodies. You know, they were just like terrorists that were just doing some stuff. Like, you know, they were just like grunts of a terrorist organization you didn't really know about yet. And yeah. so now you see the other side and that one of them was a leader, and which is interesting. Like he was just going undercover kind of with the, the grunts, um, which is pretty cool. And then there's some stuff, man. This ends right where Azure ends, where like in the end of uh, Azure, this girl that you adopt that you find in uh, this auction she's like in a box and you you like are going to this thing it's like definitely an, a black market auction and you find this little girl so you take her out whatever she ends up being something special and she kind of becomes a god and she resurrects these three mechs and one of them just colla- like has a gravitational power and it collapses these two giant railway guns that the continent or the the country to the south of Crossbell or whatever the east or whatever fucking direction it is had set up yeah. on the border like they were these giant rail cannons that could basically blow up the entirety of Crossbell or hit the other uh country right and so they were like this weird persistent threat well they go to use it and this fucking mech goes over and just literally wipes out the the entirety of it. like literally just removes them from reality and so you so, see, so do that you fight with the mechs well so at the end of uh Cold Steel 1 you get one and that's the thing. Oh. Like, so you're this kid, Rain Schwartzer, and you are adopted. You are found in the woods or whatever, and you get adopted um, by this Baron. And so you have a scar. He has a scar on his chest. He doesn't know what it is. He just had it his whole life. And like, every time he gets close to this old schoolhouse, which they go to a military academy in the game, <coughs> and that academy was founded by the person who started this empire, uh, Emperor Dreykels. He was like this legendary conqueror or whatever and so he started this military academy and the old schoolhouse uh when you get to that school the the principal or the like the i don't know whatever the headmaster you're like you're like part of the student council and you're like off days you do like tasks because you don't join a club you're just like you don't know what to do so they're like hey join us you know you can help people out and you're like okay and so he he, every every free day he's like hey can you go into the schoolhouse and explore because your first part of the game that your your teacher takes you in there as a combat training area you know just like to dick around and so the first day you go in alone or with you know a couple of people it's changed shape and you're like what and so then it's like you know you're going deeper and deeper and then at the end you get to this boss and you fight it and then there it's like kind of meh like you're like weird i thought that was you know gonna be more well then on like this one special day, like it goes crazy and it opens a portal to another dimension and whatever. And at the end, you you see a mech and you're like, what the hell? So then, the very end of the game, and these are spoilers, but it's like a fucking twelve year old game, um, or eight year old game. But at the end, 
um, one of your classmates ends up being the leader of those terrorists, and he was trying to find the mech because he knew that they had they knew something was near the school, and so he's also one of the awakeners, is what they're called. They can awaken these like these mechs are from thousands of years ago because there's these um, people before all of the people we you know we see they're called the Septarians, and they had insane technology like, but then they fell because they they got too crazy you know, and they were mm-hmm. starting to like alter reality and so they like fuck themselves and like wipe themselves out um so you find some of their technology in these in, in these games and so the some of the mechs are those and so he has one and you find that out and then uh he's about to like attack you guys or one of the other mechs is about to attack you and so then you summon like you know its name and so once you say it it awakens and then comes and so he's like this awakener it comes it comes it's always coming <laughs> um but yeah, it was really good. Uh, it was it took me like with turbo mode on. It took me like seventy hours. Jeez, dude! And well, I was just playing turbo, it at night. Turbo um time. Yeah. Well, no. So the the clock runs regular, but oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, that's what we do. They're when big you games. Like a game. Yeah. When you like a game, you do it. You play it a lot. I'm and I did up. every side quest. Nice. Because they give you money, they usually give you like some quartz or you know some uh, magic, like a materia. <clears throat> There's like basically a materia system in this game, um, and also you rank up your class level so that in the next game when you load your save, you get special stuff for being the highest rank. Um, and so I couldn't cheat, obviously, so I didn't have enough money to buy everything. So I would, you know, farm and and do every quest. So. And there's a lot of hidden side quests. You have to talk to every person if you if you aren't using a guide. Like I used a walkthrough, but I missed in the first act. I missed one, so I thought I wasn't going to be able to be max, you know, uh, class rank or whatever. But they give you enough, even if you miss a couple. Like you're all right. So yeah. Um, but there's another like so if you hit a certain level, you get sets of stuff. Um, there's three ranks of that. And then if you have a class level, you get some uh, an extra piece of gear and some money. Um, so I did not get the high enough high enough level to get any of the like free stuff because like level sixty nine or higher, nice. Uh, and I was level like sixty five when I finished, and then it was like eighty or higher, and that would take so much farming. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would have been twenty hours, and I don't need to do that. <clears throat> Especially, I farm everything. I farm every time until it stops being lucrative you know like where it's like instead of every 10 kills uh, you know 10 fights i'll get a level it's like every 30 i'm like nah so but um yeah yeah big fan. once the once it doesn't like pay off anymore and then in the second game so they give you costumes which they were <laughs> dlc in the original releases but now when you buy the like ps4 versions you just get everything right you get all of it so you get all these yeah. like uh costumes and stuff and the first set the first game was like a set of casual clothes. So like, cause you're in a military academy. So they gave you like, they're like outside of school clothes. One of the girls who has giant titties is just wearing like a, like a evening dress. I'm like, who the fuck is casual in like a dinner gown? You know, Uh, ask questions. it's stupid. So I would only put on like people's clothes if they were just like cool looking, you know, like, like the main guy just wears like a hooded sweater with like, uh, like almost like varsity colors like red with white sleeves or whatever yeah um and then i like that baseball tee style yeah and then another dude had just like a green sweater with like a scarf on that's cool you know like whatever 
But if the, the the girls were either really dumb or like trying to be sexy, and I'm like, this is a video, like an anime video game, dude. I don't need like sexy. Have you not chat. played anime video games? They're all supposed to be. I know. And I'm Look like, at me. Who who wants this and why? Porn exists. Like, if I want to go see sex, I'll just go watch people fuck and jack off and move on with my life. Like, <laughs> I don't need my video game characters to be sexy. Like, obviously, there are sexy people in the world. There are people that are sexual people. You know what I mean? So, like, I understand that's a type of person. And, like, maybe some people, you know, maybe some people dress away, But, like, literally every character doesn't need to be like that. And mm-hmm. the one thing that annoys me in this game, in the series, is, like, everybody always loves the main character like everyone's oh, into harem, it. dude. yeah Let's harem go. shit i'm like no thanks and like honestly i like picked because you romance you know to get an achievement you you have to get like the final bonding event which is like a romance thing and i romance the one that i'm like this is who they want me to right like this is like the canonical main character but i'm like i truly don't care like if this game had zero romance i would care zero percent you know what i mean yeah or like, if it was just an optional thing, like, if it was just, like, oh, if, you know, if you build enough bonding, you know, this girl will become your girlfriend. Like, because there's no, like, you know, fuck scene or anything. It's not like that. It's just, like, um, like you have, a, like, a heart-to-heart moment, and, yeah. which is fine, but I'm just, like, I don't need it. Like, I don't need everybody to be in love with me. And, like, even your adopted sister wants to fuck you. Always. They always Dude, have to have a little bit of incest. It's the Sword Art Online shit. I was, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like in the so in the first game and the Goblin Slayer shit. In the Wait, f- did they want to fuck Goblin Slayer? No, well not that they're well one girl does, but that's because he saves her uh, from from mm. getting molested. Um. Oh yes, I remember. So, that. in the first series, Trails in the Sky, your adopted sister and brother characters fall in love, but they were like eight when he gets adopted. You know what I mean? So it's not like like this guy. His sister was born like a ba- it was a baby next to him. He's like three years older than her or something like that, you know. So it's like she's like a baby, and now you've seen her and like he doesn't have any like he's not really you know into her or anything. It's not like that. But I'm like, why would she fall in love with him? That would be her actual brother. You know what I mean? Oh, um, no, that makes sense. It's not it's like odd, but it's, it it happens. It's not like. Uh, it's not like, oh, it's my, you know, my stepsister. It's like, no, that that would be like my brother in real life. No, it's like daddy issues. Uh, it's like daddy stuff. Mm-hmm. Trauma um, breeds that kind of shit. But it's not, it's not too out of control, and it's not every character actually. Like you can romance every character, but they don't all like, like they'll because they're Japanese. You know, there's there's some of that cultural like, um, it's you know, it's taboo to like touch each other and things like that unless you're like into each other and all that weird shit. You know. Um, weird to us, obviously. Um, but no, they're it's weird. Well, you, you know <laughs> what I mean. Like it's just cultural differences. Like it's weird yeah. as an American. We're like, show me your titties to like every like. That was literally me to every girl I met in middle school. So I, I'm I'm as American as they come. I'm a disgusting piece of shit. Um, but yeah, so the, the, they're not all like that. And I really liked all the characters. Um, I'm not all. There's a couple that I'm like, eh, I don't care about you. But, you know, of a class of, like, however many people, uh, you're going to have a couple. Uh, but, yeah, it was fun. I If you like JRPGs, is that you can do no better, honestly. Um, you've been playing Last Remnant. I was looking at that, but the combat looked kind of stupid to me, so. I'll talk about it. Yeah, uh, and that's, that's my week. Okay. 
Um, I'm cheating, by the way. I'm playing Streets of Rage. Uh, I have to beat this game like 30 more times. Um, so, what have I done? I bought a couple of games. I bought ATV Drift and Tricks Definitive Edition. It is a fucking ATV game made by Microids. Um, it was $3. It's not bad. It's fun. I like it. That's it. It's just an ATV off-road game. I don't know. I like that kind of shit. I also started playing Stranded Deep. Hold on, dog. I should probably tell this one little quick thing. I told you the other day. Nah. No, nah, I don't got to tell that. It is kind of funny, though. The guy. <laughs> the guy at my job. Which one? Oh. All right, all right dude. Let's just. All right. I'll tell you real quick. So I didn't know anything happened at work. I work in a grocery store in the bakery department. It's like Friday night or something like that, Saturday night. And we're like closing in 20 minutes. So every year in South Florida, we have an Aaron C show, which is actually pretty cool. Aaron thinks it's dumb, but basically you go to the beach and then the, I, I don't know who puts this show on the military. I don't even know. Honestly, I'm sure they have to be involved because it's like the blue angels yeah, are there and shit. Like, yeah, they have like the Blue Angels come and fly and do tricks. They have like they'll have like a fucking one of those F sixteen fighter jets come and like hover down onto the water and like they'll have a, a jet break the sound barrier in front of everybody. They'll have all these crazy military they just have all these crazy military um air and sea vessels doing tricks and it's a big thing, whatever. It's kind of a big thing every year. It's kinda of cool. And so I'm at, I'm at I'm at work and I'm, I'm I'm cleaning I'm hosing down the floor, and this here comes this fucking dude. He's like white guy. I'm trying to think what he looks like. He doesn't look strung out, but he doesn't look too flashy. He's just like a white dude, kind of like kind of like what's up, bro? He's like what's up, man? And he's like oh he's wearing like you know like shorts and shit. He's got like a t-shirt, <laughs> but he's like not like bumming it. He's got like a hat on. Like, what's up, dude? And I'm like what's going on? He goes all right, man. So so he drops my the store manager's name. I hate when customers fucking get the store manager's name because now they think they're friends and they ask for special shit. He goes, hey, what's up, man? So I was talking to – I'll just call him Hefe, boss. I was talking to Hefe, and uh, and he said that like you guys can't do like custom platters because you need to have like a 24-hour turnaround because they take a long time to make. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can't just walk in and be like I need a custom platter. We close in fucking 20 minutes. And he's like, but he told me that if I come see you and you're the man and you can like kind of help me out. And I'm like, oh, what do you want, dude? And so then he does this, bro. He goes, all right, so here's the deal. Um, I just got an invite to go to the Aaron C show tomorrow. VIP Skybox. <laughs> so he makes a point to tell me like, so I just got an invite to go to the Aaron C show. And then he stops. He kind of like turns so this guy, I'm, I'm assuming this guy's tweaking on Adderall. I don't think it's Coke. I don't think it's meth because he looks a little too clean. I imagine he might drive like a Tesla. You know, like he's like a pretty clean cut. Like, what's up, dude? Very, I'm getting Adderall vibes. Like this guy is, he's kind of like pacing his weight from foot to foot, almost like a Mortal Kombat character. He's like, he's just like back and forth. He's like, so, um, so I just got an invite for the Aaron C show tomorrow. And then he stops cocks his head to the side and goes vip skybox which skybox like what do you mean somebody got it's a fucking the, hotel room yeah it's, the fucking it's sky. not an arena you're at the beach yeah it's like an actual it's the actual sky you just look up dude 
So I think what he means is like in one of those big, because we have like the W Hotel, the, the Marriott and shit like that. I think he means like in one of those places, someone, somebody invited him to a fancy hotel party to watch the Aaron C show. And um, it's VIP. Uh, that was my favorite part, VIP. And I'm like, okay, man. He's like, all right, so like, so like, all right, so here's the deal. I, I just got to, and he keeps like, he's gesturing with his hands. He's like bouncing like a Mortal Kombat character. And he's like, so like, I need to get like desserts for about like six to eight people. And I was wondering if like we could do like, you know, one of these platter things. And I was like, I can't do that because fucking it takes, a, it's a, a turnaround period. And I was like, here's what I can do. I'll go grab a platter and you can pick shit out of the case. You know, the case with all the cakes and the little things and all the cupcakes and the cakes and the Napoleons and the fruit tarts. I'll grab a platter, dude, and then just pick pick what what you want and I'll take it out and I'll put it on the platter and I'll put it in a circle so it looks cool. Oh, man, fuck. Yeah, dude. Yeah, is that cool? And he keeps going, is that cool? That's good, right? Is that cool? Is that cool? And I'm like, yeah, man, fucking whatever. I go to the back. I'm fucking punching boxes. I'm so mad. I go grab a platter. I come back. I set the platter down. And I'm like – and he goes, oh, man, that's awesome. That's perfect. P- perfect, bro. And I'm like, all right, man. And then he's like pacing, and he's like, all right, man. And he goes, do your magic, dude. Just like make something happen, like fun and spontaneous. And I'm like, No. Like, he thinks I'm going to, like, sit here and, like, build him, like, this cool thing. I'm like, nah, dude, just fucking pick shit. And he starts to pick it, whatever. And as I'm – he's picking stuff. I'm putting it on the fucking platter. Uh, he's just asking all these questions. He's like, oh, yo, should I get a box of cookies? And, like, maybe you could put cookies between each one. And, like – and I was like, dude, just whatever you want, man. And he's he, – he starts <laughs> – as the platter's taking shape, he starts to ask this. He starts to add this question because he keeps asking, is that cool? That's good, right? That's cool. That's good, right? That, that's going to be good? Yeah, that's good. Then out of nowhere, he starts to slip in. It's going to be fun, right? Okay. So he's asking <laughs> me. So I'm like designing this fucking platter. And dude, I, sh- I need to be like scrubbing the floor right now. Like I am pissed off. And he, he, as I'm doing this, I'm about to finish. And he goes, all right. Uh, so yeah, Jeff just said I could. Uh, uh, and he like comes back with, we, we like, we sell wraps as well. Like the deli department has like wraps, like, you know, like a tuna wrap, a chicken wrap, a ham and cheese wrap. This fucking asshole brings me six packages of wraps and like two packages of, of sushi. And then asks me to make him a deli platter. And I'm like, so mad, but we have to pro tip. If you guys are assholes and Karens and you go to a grocery store that isn't enormous, we we kind of have to do whatever you tell us. Ugh. Even if it's even if it is completely stupid and we don't do it. Like I've seen this one thing happen twice where and not to be the guy I'm not, I'm not trying to single out any gender or race, but it's only been extremely old white ladies will come in and be like, I want this strawberry rhubarb pie for $4 on sale. And we're like, it's not on sale, but I want it on sale. And I'm like, this doesn't work like that. And they're like, let me talk to the manager. And I call the manager over and he's like, okay, ma'am. And he just prints around <laughs> a ticket for four bucks. And I'm like, yo, dog, that's not how we, d- I can't walk in and be like, let me get that lobster, but I'm going to pay $3 for it. You can't do that. But anyways, 
I digress. It was just funny. This guy made me do this whole thing for him. And the whole time he's like tweaking and he keeps asking, that's cool, right? Hey, you're good, right, bro? You're good? It's good? This is good? It's going to be fun, right? And I'm like, fucking whatever. And then once I'm done and I tally up all the shit, uh, he's like, oh, all right, I'll take the tag and I'll go pay for it. And like, can you guys just like hold that here and I'll come by and get it tomorrow? And I'm like, no. But of course we had to do it. Had to keep this motherfucker shit in the back so he can come pick it up the next day and go to his fucking um, party, his VIP party. But that was it. It was just kind of funny that um, that happened. It was – I don't know. It was frustrating. It's okay. It's, it's the, the job. I mean it's my fault for working at where I work. But, but yeah, anyways, other than that, let's get back to nerd shit. Fuck that guy. Uh so yeah, ATV Drifts and Trick Definitive Edition. I played that. It's a trick game. Controls are kind of sloppy, but it's okay. It's a $30 game, I think. I spent 3 bucks on it, so not bad. Then I started playing a survival game called Stranded Deep. It was one of the free games last month on PlayStation Plus, or it might be still uh, this month. Did you queue the game, Aaron? No. You need to queue your games even if you're not going to play them. But anyway. No, I don't. I'm gonna tell you, do, you I don't. I you don't. Do, I have so many games. games Who dude. cares? If someone to give me a free game of Monopoly, I would say no, thank you. All right, because well, I'm never gonna play it. If someone like, there's so many games that I'm literally never going. And I mean that like the a word, coworker literally gifted me Monopoly actually on PlayStation to to play it once. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you just paid me twenty dollars to play Monopoly with you one time. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, but um, so I started playing Stranded Deep. It's basically Castaway. It's very simple. You start, uh, you're on a plane. Uh, the door gets ripped off by the wind or some stupid shit, and then you land on an island. And like you said, yeah, you, first you start, and it's like pick up a whoop, pick up a two pieces, pick up two sticks, pick up two rocks, and that makes you, uh, you pick up two rocks and you can make a little knife. Then like. Pick up two sticks, go find a yucca plant, cut that, and you can get like fibers. And then with the fibers and the knife and the wood and the rocks and the wood, you can make a better knife, which means now you can cut coconuts and you can. It's just gruelingly slow because it's like make this item to make that item to be able to make this item to make that item, and. Uh, it's like it's gonna take forever. Like I, I look at the videos and people are like, look at these expensive houses. It's like uh, in Valheim when people are like, oh, I built a three-story house. You guys complain about like, why is it so hard to just make a roof? As as one thing, but um, so I see this game does it. it oh, it's kind of cool because there isn't you can go and swim in the ocean, and there's animals in the water. So I'm assuming you can hunt them. And then all of the promotional art and stuff shows like sharks and also like a kraken. So I'm assuming eventually you can make a boat and try to leave. But um, it's very slow. It takes too fucking long to get anywhere and that kind of yeah, shit. Dude. Yeah, that's my problem with those games. I get bored real it, quick. Yeah, dude. takes fucking forever. And then there's shit that I just don't get. Also, okay, so it's trying to deep. The UI is – it's maybe my fault because it's also a new game, but it is so clunky on a pad, on a controller. It is so confusing. Mm. It's like this shit's made for PC. 
like it's so clunky and like I'm it's like you need to eat but I'm like I don't have food yet it's like which I assume I need to drink coconut water um I don't know it's okay I played it like twice uh I don't think I'll play it again but I might there's a way to import and export codes for your your island so you could randomize the island or you could customize how the island's going to be um I think that's just for the community who likes this game. I don't think I'm going to fall into that community. I bought Resident Evil 8. I did not launch it. I'll start it tomorrow. So, the other game, Last Remnant. So, Last Remnant is, I believe, a 2008 RPG made by Square Enix. Uh, Originally released only on the 360. And I was pissed because it's like, yo, don't do that. Like, be my friend too. So... Uh, I always wanted to play it, and it finally got a PlayStation release two years, uh, 2018, I think, and got a remaster for the PS4. It looks great. It's basically Final. Fa- it looks like it looks like a slightly bootleg Final Fantasy 12, but it's got cool character design. It really does look like Final Fantasy 12, and it I, looks and like I, 12. I mean, in the best ways because I like 12 quite a bit, but um, yeah. I notice it in the the different races that are in the world. Yes, it looks like twelve. And if you think about it, I mean, what year did Final Fantasy twelve come out? Uh, let's find out. Um, because I because this game came out, I'm pretty sure, two 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 thousand and eight. Um, I think that's the year twelve came out. Hold on. Because it looks, I'm just trying to open my browser, but my computer's so slow. It looks like Evilise. It looks straight up like Evilise, and it this looks 2006. like 2006. Okay, so yeah, it's a little bit of an evolution because I did notice the graphics are a little bit better. The facial animations are pretty good, man. And you're right, Voices that one good. is 20 uh, 2008. Yeah, uh, one thing I did notice is the. Um, the facial animations are pretty damn good, pretty good for a 2008 game being remastered. Um, and the remaster is great. The textures on the skin are really good. And is there a turbo by... mode, though? Because you need that in any game. No there... RPG should come out without a turbo mode, honestly. Uh, it That would not help this game. There is a dash. You can, you can fucking run. But in combat, combat has like a... Uh, Legend of Dragoon style. Oh yeah, you need to hit a button. You need yes, and it's actually really cool. I'll get to it in a second, but um, I will definitely say, no sh- shock to nobody, the music is fucking great. Mm-hmm. God damn it, the music's good, dude. Sometimes I just put the controller down and just chill because the music is, and it's not that it's anything super special. Like the near games have very special, very very special, good, really great music. But this is more like the the classic way Square games have really great music in the way of like like Chrono Cross has one of the best like world map music. Like it's just really great kind of simple like RPG town music. It's just so good. I really really like it. And so this is what I this the game's super different. It's super the same. You you play as a dude who's like, where's my? I'm looking for my sister. And then like, oh now we're <laughs> I can't even explain. It's just generic RPG. And now RPG. my sister's in love with me. Yeah. Oh, sister, what are you doing? That's not my magic rod. <laughs> Stepbrother, oh. I'm trapped in the I'm trapped in the oh, dryer. No. I cast <laughs> moist. <laughs> God, my favorite ones are the trapped in the dryer porn because I'm like, you're not trapped. There's there's a, a six inches of room around you in any direction. 
I don't know. You know, the funny thing is not that I've ever seen them. I mean, I have, but <laughs> they actually do. Tr- they actually tried that like years ago. Like they would do that. Oh no, I'm stuck under the bed or the stepmom stepson. I'm stuck. I was trying to fix the sink and I'm yeah. stuck under the sink. Have you seen the ones? There was a genre for a minute where it was like guys could or like they could freeze people and then fuck them. Oh God. <laughs> Anyways. Last remnant. So um generic RPG story and then so there's the combat. Okay, so there's the combat and then the loop. Here's the crazy part. Combat is pretty cool. Combat is done by you have units. So the battles are a little bit bigger. So like I'll, let's say I have a uh three units. So it's like my main character with like two sub characters and then the next turn could be like my my other character with like three sub characters they have and then another character so i have three units and then we fight enemies of units so it's not this like three on four or three on three battle they're like mini skirmishes and when you set out a command you're commanding like your little unit to go fight another unit and it's kind of hard to explain you you should look it up it is really different it does make for either really awesome battles where you're doing awesome and it also makes for super frustrating shit where you're going to get slaughtered there's like flanking and interference and it's i can tell it's going to get very complicated and i've also read online people saying uh very often that this fucking game is going to get super hard and strategy is really important and we all know that i'm stupid when it comes to strategy stuff so i'm assuming it's going to start getting grueling and I'm probably not going to play it too long. I knew when I bought it, I bought it on sale for, I think, 10, 15 bucks. I knew that I was not going to play this game more than a handful of times. But that's what I do, my nerds. I buy games so that you can watch me play them on stream. I don't give a fuck if I'm going to pay $15 for you to have three streams you're not going to watch. But I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, what I do like about the loop is this. When you're in town, you hit a button. And it just shows you where all the shops are. And you can just... Warp. You don't have to fucking foot it. Ooh, I like that. Anywhere. Dog, it's so great. Remember in Final Fantasy XII and Ivalice, just getting around, you'd have to run around the city and get lost in it and shit? There's none of that. When you walk up to a character and they're like, hey, I have like a side quest for you. Could you kind of help me? I got to find these flowers in this cave. And you're like, yeah, I'll do it. The game just teleports you to the cave. Ooh, I like that too. And then when you're done at the cave, there's a stone... You touch the stone, they teleport you back to the person. So, like, in a game like Final Fantasy XII, you would have had to, like, speak to that person. Hey, go to this cave. Then you would have to make your way through the town, make your way out of town, make your way across the world map, find the cave, get to the cave, do the mission, leave, tre- foot it all the way back to town. Dude, it, it it's so seamless in that way where, like, when it gives you objectives, it just sends you there you don't have to you don't have to run around the town you can if you want but you don't have to even if you want to go like from store to like you don't have to like if you're at the pub and then you want to go to the blacksmith you can just hit the map button and then click the blacksmith's little hub and you go straight there you don't have to like leave the pub turn the corner try to remember wait where is it oh it's over past the fountain nope you can just warp to every single destination you need to. It cuts off all the bullshit that you don't need to deal with. And it's really great. And the combat's really interesting and different. But I will say that I'm pretty sure um, 
it's going to get to a point where I'm going to have to stop playing it. And then I also read an interesting thing uh, which really upset me on the forum where somebody said uh, in the tips section, they were like, do not fight every enemy in the game because eventually what happens is, is as you continue to battle more, your units level. And it's not that the enemies scale with you, but at certain levels of your growth, they kind of do. Hmm. So if you over-level the fuck out of your party super early on, uh, and then you get to a part no. of the game, you, you'll reach a boss, and like that yeah, boss has it'll been... Yeah, it'll be leveled they, with you. Yeah, so it's not that the game scales one-to-one -one with you, but when, you, when you're overall... The overall ranking of some of your units goes up the game will balance it out. Like they're not going to let you grind to level 50 and then go into a level five dungeon and just wipe it. They're like, no. And apparently like with certain specific bosses and harder things later in the game, it's like, if you try to power level and think you're cute in the beginning, you'll find a way where 75 hours through the game, you're stuck now and you, now you're, you fucked up. Like it should not that have taken for me you. hundred. <laughs> yeah. It, should not have taken me a hundred hours to beat Surge Two. I abused that game. That wasn't fair. What I did to that game, but fuck I mean, you. It was still hard enough. It was. It was all right. Yeah, I, I mean, kind of. Yeah, the last boss didn't really. No, I beat the shit out of that game, dog. But it was because I could power level, and also I stopped leveling my character in Surge Two. Once I got up everything up to eighty, I was like. All right, just spend the spend your souls now. Don't don't continue to uh, to use them. So that's all that I, I've played. I believe there's a couple more. You know, same shit every week. There's another uh, King of Fighters character gets released. Um, I did re-download all my Samurai Showdown games: Samurai Showdown Five Special, Samurai Showdown Six, and Samurai Showdown 2019. Did want to start playing those again, but I realized I don't really like that series very much. It's very good, but I don't really <laughs> like it. Um, it's just, I don't know. But, um, so King of Fighters at 15, we did get Leona Hydern, which is fucking cool. She's a great character. Awesome. Bro, One thing I didn't say last bitch, week, bro. Uh, she's really awesome. She's actually like, uh, she's a bad bitch. Dude, if, she won't, if she won't suck my dick, fuck her. No, dude. Woo, you better watch your mouth, bro. Cause I, she's, that's Hydern's woman. <laughs> he I'll will, fuck his ass up, too. No, you will not, dude. He will helicopter fucking slit your throat, dude. Bro, he, is, he could I, also suck my dick. I'm, I'm nah, down. Dog. Listen, he's I'm down super, to clown, bro. He's really handsome, too. He looks kind of like a... He looks like a Cuban M. Bison. He was very, very handsome. He's a good guy, though, I think. Um, so what that tells me is... We're going to get Team Akari, so that means Ralph and Clark are coming back, who are basically uh, Stallone and Schwarzenegger oh, uh, fillings. Uh, Ralph and Clark are Where the shit. Where is my character? <laughs> I want to be in the game and do a split. <laughs> um, my character do a split. He'll punch. He'll punch your dick. Punch your dick. He'll, uh, he'll uh, squeeze your wife's punch. titties. <laughs> yes, look at my butt. It's smooth. <laughs> my smooth butt. Uh, so one thing I didn't say last week was we did get, when I bragged, I'm like, yeah, we, uh, once we saw Yashiro, I was like, yo, you know, we're getting Shermie. Shermie got released. She's dope. <laughs> More um, like spermie, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. She's super hot. But also they gave her like a little bit of a remake. Shermie, um, they made her super thick. I mean, she was already super thick. 
but they made her like uh, they like oversex. They they did the they did the J- Japan thing. They t- t- dude, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it they makes made her me sad. Way to, bigger. It makes me sad they, to play video games sometimes, right? Like yeah, dude. Like she was already sexy, and she had like a, and honestly, she had like a pretty dope outfit. She had like it was like a pink like uh like a pink denim skirt like a little bit above the knee and then she had like a pink denim jacket that was like kind of short and then she's got like these kind of like red hair but her bangs cover her eyes and um and then on top of that like her move set is pretty cool like she does like frankensteiners and like suplexes and shit and she's a bad bitch but for this one they like they grew her boobs bigger they gave her unnecessary cleavage and they gave her one of those skirts where it goes down in the back so you see her butt crack. Ugh. And everyone's like, yo, dude, why'd you do that? Like, it was that's fine like in, before. Uh, that's like in uh, Near uh, Replicant. One chick is just wearing lingerie, like a, a yeah, teddy. I'm a like, teddy, bro. she's fighting. And did you see in the front? It's got the thing where, like, at like where the below the nipple, it splits so yes. the under boob is out. Yeah, I'm like, her. first of all, her areola would be showing unless she has Ariel of the size of like a fucking dime. Yeah, but she has tiny nipples. But it's like, dude, what are you doing? And they never explain it. She's not like some. This is just. They never explain it. Same thing with like near automata. Yeah. Why is it just sexy porno maid outfit? Yeah, that's the not kid, the, the functional. Dude, the dude's wearing some fucking dope ass freaking some capris and like a nice little shirt. He went to H and M and got an outfit. Well, it's like, Shorty, look. Shorty's over here rocking a, a, a slutty made bondage outfit. In that game, it's like they're robots, whatever. But, like, why wouldn't they go get outfits? Like, they're they're not made, they're not being run or controlled by people anymore. Like, go get clothes that make sense. Or, sorry, I'm taking a sip of water. Or, freaking, um, you're robots. You're smarter than that. You'd put some armor on. Yeah, you're fighting robotic enemies with blades and laser beams, but um, but I digress. Well, what I did say about Shermie was when once we saw we had Yashiro, I was like, yo, this means that we're gonna get Shermie. Yeah, I remember you did and say that. That means that we're gonna get, and I was like, I bet you the next one is Chris, this little guy. So their their team Orochi, and that's a long story. The Orochi bloodline is basically. Equivalent to Street Fighter, it's the Satsui no Hado bloodline. It's basically this ancient cursed bloodline linked back to this demon, Orochi. This is deep core essence, SNK stuff. It, this is great. So we have not had Team Orochi, uh, Yashiro, Shermie, Chris, in a canon King of Fighters game in... Dog, I think it's been like 24 years. We've had them in dream matches, but we have not had them. Like dream matches are like – so King of Fighters 2002 Unlimited Match is a game that has characters that span the whole series up until that time. But that game along with I believe King of Fighters 98, those games are they're, – they're dream matches, so they don't really count. They're like – they're what-if scenarios if we could get people that could not exist at the same time to be together. So they're excuses for the game for a game to be put out that are basically like an offshoot. But canonically, we haven't had Team Orochi in like 20 – I think it's 24 years, I think, dude. What's 24 years ago? 2008? 
I mean, 1998? No. Yeah. No, 1997. Seven. So that makes sense. Uh, so that's really neat, you know? So this is really tying – this is really getting us to the point where, dude, it really looks like this is going to be for the first time we are going to get an actual really great King of Fighters story with a really – I'm hoping a really great final boss because the last game – was kind of weird and the one before that was kind of weird and the one before that was kind of weird we've had all these weird like alien bosses and weird god bosses but uh we have not gone back to the original actual orochi storyline of what king of fighters is about and it's really uh a lot of fun and it i really hope i really like a release date <laughs> they haven't told us anything about that but i'd like that but uh, I'm pretty excited about that. I think that's it. Other than that, they dropped a, a Angel Grove High costume for Chun Li, whatever, uh, <laughs> for the Power Rangers game. Who gives a shit? Um, yeah. I did play that with Wasteland one night. It's on Game Pass, so he downloaded it, and he and he whooped me a few times. Not yeah. gonna lie. Afterwards, did you say still can't whoop me though? No, no, because he, he whooped me a few. No, times. it's always important that even after if they beat you, say so you still can't whoop me though. No, because then they won't play with you again. You gotta be. Yeah, I'm. Ve- I have very good fighting game manners. Oh my god, you're lame. I'm not lame. I'm just. You're whack, dude. Okay, hello. Uh, I think that's about it. I always forget what else I'm gonna talk about. But... I say every word correctly, and I have very good manners when it comes to fighting games. Yeah, I don't have any Jesse hates how people pronounce things this week. All right, cool. Um, um, oh, wait. No, one thing I did wanted to say, and you're probably like, let's get to the fucking review. I don't, we didn't even tell everybody. We're doing Invincible this week. I was thinking something that I kind of want to do. You can tell me if you're on board. If not, I'll just do it with Seth. I kind of want to do a special Jean-Claude Van Damme episode where we review the movie JCVD, which is on Prime, which I definitely recommend everybody watch if you can. It is a great movie. It's a really, really great movie. It takes place. I'm not going to break it down, but it takes place current day. It's a fictitious tale on like, but it goes like kind of nonfiction. It's like Jean-Claude as a regular, you know, actor guy. And he's having like trouble with like, in, with like his like, you know, uh, custody with his daughter situation. He has to go to the bank and he inadvertently gets stuck in a bank while somebody's robbing the bank and then they take hostages. And then he inadvertently is like a hostage in a bank heist. But mm-hmm. everyone freaks out. They're like, Jungle Van Damme's here. You could save the day, right? And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm an actor. I'm not a fucking – and it's a really great – it's a really, really great movie if, in the context of like if you grew up watching like Jean-Claude Van Damme and – uh, actors like that and like action movies and stuff like that it's a real like kind of heart to heart movie uh which is cool and then i saw a series that uh, i never knew about on prime called jean-claude van johnson you yeah. ever hear this shit uh-huh yeah i never heard of that where it's like imagine if the whole time we thought jean-claude van damme was an actor but he was actually a secret agent super spy who was just pretend act. They add like a little layer and I started watching it and it's not the greatest thing ever, but it's funny. It's a very funny and uh, it's one season. And I was like, I want to do like, I want to watch JCVD. I want to watch John Clavin Johnson. And then I want to watch like either Bloodsport or Lionheart. Basically I want to do like a John Clavin them special episode, but I don't know if you're going to fucking want to watch all that John Clavin them shit. Probably not. God, you're whack, bro. 
I'm whack. I quit. Fuck I quit. you, dude. I quit. I, I quit. I'm on who's next gaming now. Go ahead, bro. I'll say who's next hosting over here, bro. I, got, I, don't, got any, I don't got anybody left, honestly. <laughs> It'll just be me by myself, tired, telling myself. It'll just be you being tired. Wrap not... it up. But I, um, yeah, I guess that's it. I could make I'll up watch, some other um, stuff, but... I will watch JCVD. I saw it today. Uh, I you watch should that. watch that. Yes. That's I'll watch really that and like Bloodsport, movie. and then if you guys want to talk, uh, John Claude Van Johnson, that's fine too. You know what I mean? Like I just, okay. I don't, I don't have a lot of time. I can't really watch things right now. So I only watched one episode oh, yeah, I was also of Castlevania in the future. I'm not thinking anytime soon. I'm thinking like in like a couple months. Yeah, we'll see how the fucking world is. You know, like we're getting more games, so there's gonna be more to talk about. I think you know, and like we've got mask mandates lifted now. Um, if you're vaccinated, but it's like. In Florida, our governor was like, "You're not allowed to ask if people are vaccinated." So, <laughs> yeah, just... which I mean, that's I think that's okay. Not like forcing people to show papers, like that's kind of weird. But so if I'm you're okay gonna have no that. masks, then how do you do it? Well, I just think that people should should accept that masks are now a part of life. I agree, right? Like I, yeah, I don't, uh, I I know that we may I might be in the wrong. I like it. I know that there's people that see like what it is is you're you're giving up control, and I do understand that. I do un- I, I don't think every person who's frustrated at the mask mandates, I don't think they're all complete pieces of trash. It depends on how you behave. You know, people who walk into stores and start yelling, "You're all you're all being lied to!" Like you're mm-hmm. okay, you're an idiot. Get out. Free yourselves from the chains of the mask. Okay, you're an idiot. Sometimes society's gonna have things that are going to inconvenience you and that sucks <clears throat> and the masks it is a pretty big thing dude to be like this is the world now because it does like dehumanize us a bit I, I i know that i'm i'm appreciative of the masks for a bad reason because i'm like a depressed person who i like that i can sh- i i don't have to hide my scowl anymore and i can walk around just miserable and that i can kind of ignore people and I like that it kind of disassociates us to each other. That's not really good. Like, it's not good for society. This, this mask shit isn't good. And I honestly don't think that it's like the deadly virus is going to kill us. Like, we're all like getting vaccinated and think we're doing pretty well. And I do think that you, you know, like, may not need to wear a mask forever. I like the mask for selfish reasons. And I don't know. I just well, think we just that... wouldn't have to wear masks if those same people that don't want to wear masks would also get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah, there's it's... a large overlap between the people that don't want to do either, and it's like then get COVID and fucking die. Fuck you and your stupid family. Honestly, like at yeah. this point, I'm like, I have done nothing for a year. Like, <laughs> I leave my yeah, house man. and I get coffee sometimes, you know, like, and, and like I'll pick up food, but I have. I ate inside of a restaurant for the first time since I got my scooter last weekend, and it was because it was empty. We were going to eat outside, but I was like, fuck it. There's literally no one here. I'll just eat, you know? Yeah. But, like, to me, I'm like, if you don't want to do there, then fucking get it and let God take, let Jesus take the wheel, bro. And hopefully yeah. the angels fucking lift you off this planet with your lifted truck and your truck nuts, and you fly into the Well, ether. it's not even always that. You'd be surprised. Is like, I, 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 I'm starting to find. It's very surprising. The the range of of I guess the term is COVID idiots ranges. It's they're not all 
MAGA people. They're not all racist white MAGA. Well, no, I, I have, had a my I've, old coworker was a good. My old coworker was a a Latina MAGA lady who was anti-mask and then got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I um I have. I have noticed th- there's ways to tell. You can tell when it's the people who pull the mask under their chin or let their nose drag out. Yeah, and like they like dare you. They like fucking look at you. Completely. Good. I said they look at you. It's like they dare you to say something, right? Like yeah. They, they want you to. But I've seen some people that like I really respect and are like smart. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even want to say, but like I saw this one girl I know, who's an incredible artist and she's really awesome. And I, I was watching a video online, and I was like, oh, no, you're one of those people who wears your mask. Like, like it's it's a bet- it's like it's between your lips. Like, it's like your nose and your upper lip are out, and you're just like – you're wearing it out of just like, ugh, because I have to. And it's just frustrating. I, I, I have a good friend who's a really smart guy who's really successful. And he hates the masks and he hates the idea of the vaccine. And he's like, I mean, and I get that. I get the thing. He's like, man, they fucking fast track that weird juice to put in you. And who knows what's in it. He's like, you know, I'm not anti-vax, but at least let them test that shit out for Fuck a while. Fuck those but people. Honestly, all you motherfuckers they... just went out and just let them inject you with some weird shit they just made. Nah, and fuck I'm like, those people. I know. Nope. Fuck those people. You know why? Those same people eat, drink, do drugs, do whatever the fuck they want. They take all kinds of shit that they have literal no idea what's in it suck my balls unless you're a fucking chemist or someone who's like into yeah. science and knows everything they put in their body if not you can go eat my dick you're just, just saying it be- you're just saying it because you don't want to do the vaccine because you feel like people want you to get a vaccine and you're being a fucking hipster <laughs> i hate all of these people because i'm like you're just making it take longer <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't go get the vaccine because I thought it was a miracle cure. I did it on some sheep shit. I did it to get it out of the way, so I didn't have to deal with the people. Are you vaccinated or not? And I took the gamble. I was like, you know what? If a hundred, if a hundred million people are gonna die from this shit, then I guess I'll go too. Like, I mean, are they really gonna kill a hundred million of us with this shit? Like, I didn't really have huge thoughts about it. I figured. People can survive this. Some people can't. Some people can. I'm just gonna go get this shot out of the way, so I so I'm not one of the people. It's almost like the PS5. I fucked up when I was like, "Huh, all you idiots are buying a first run system. I'm gonna wait for the second batch." And look at me now. I'm asked out. Yeah. Using your fucking system, which I'm terrified of your system because you have one of the more rarest systems. This fucking system that I'm borrowing from you is worth. The same as a black market PS5. So if anything happens to this, I got to cough up 900 bucks your way and I'm going to feel terrible. Even though I'm like, you know, like I wish I would have just done it and got a PS5. Well, it was going to be fucking tough because I know a couple people that couldn't. Couldn't what? Couldn't get it. Like I was playing with Baca and he didn't get a pre-order. He got one later, but like I was playing with him when we fucking, when I did my pre-order and he couldn't get it. So it wasn't like a guaranteed easy thing, but. But yeah, yeah, look, I mean, like it's if people aren't, I don't know, if if you're not gonna go get vaxxed, wear a fucking mask. Just, 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 yeah, be a, just be wear a, nice a mask, person. dude. Because like, and the thing is, is like, 
I also thought like, look, I, I, I'm probably at risk. Not, it's probably my fault because I treat my body really badly, but like I've seen just how you saw, you saw somebody around the similar age, your friend of yours uh, recently and I had the unfortunate passing. Mm-hmm. I saw a chick that I know who's around our age. I think she might be maybe sub 35, but over 30, whatever. And this chick, was one of the most cringiest posters on the internet ever. Every day, me, 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 look at me, look at me, look at me. And I was like, huh, I wonder what ever happened to that loudmouth chick. She disappeared off the... Out of nowhere, she comes back online, and this bitch got COVID and almost fucking died. She had to go into, like, an induced coma. And while she was pregnant, and they had to pull her baby out of her body, like, two months Mm -hmm. or more, it was like, dude, it was like... They had to pull her fucking baby out. Like, it's alive still, I think. But they had to, like, pull, like, a baby the size of your palm out. And they're like, this thing's going to die, and you're going to die. And we have to put you in a coma. And she survived, beat COVID, and still has to go just visit her tiny baby that they're trying to just wait. Mm-hmm. Like, I, ho- I hope her baby makes it. You know, obviously, that sucks, dude. But, like, they, like, and she was a normal chick. Fucking... Uh, and it's not like a Karen, you know, it's like, you know, like a POC regular, uh, alt culture, uh, type of person you'd see marching at a rally, you know, just like a regular person. Like, yo, she just caught the COVID and the shit almost fucking killed her. So it's still there. Yeah. It's still, it's there. still fucking there. India is in like see... a fucking crisis right now. Yeah. I'm starting to see people that you know the the non-maskers like i was at work Mm -hmm. yesterday and i saw a group of four friends they were all looked like they were young young 20s and it was three boys three lads and a gal and uh two of the lads are wearing a mask the girls wearing a mask but one of them isn't and it sucks like i wouldn't even say what he looked like but he it just i could just see the smugness i'm just like your friends are even wearing the fucking masks yeah you're an asshole yeah at the gas station the other day like on a friday night and i see these like these three little chad dudes in there without their masks on just like hamming it up and having a ball like you know it's almost like i found this new subreddit that's pretty interesting it's called it's r slash i'm the main character oh man and it's it's basically a it's kind of new I think and it's kind of people it's it mostly culminates a lot of other subreddits into it, but it's people who just think the fucking world revolves around them. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's it's funny, but it's infuriating, infuri infuriating. Uh, like when I was at the gas station and these like these like three like you know little like Chad dudes who are like probably early twenties, looks like you know. Looks like they got. I hate to be a hater. But looks like they got a little bit of scratch driving a fucking Mercedes. You know, of course I'm angry at the fucking 22 year old handsome kid who looks like a young Chris Evans who's like cocky and stupid and brash and annoying and he's wearing like fucking Gucci shoes and driving a Benz. Like it's frustrating, but also you're not wearing a mask and you're bragging about like, like I'm standing in line and they're just like having fun with the cashier. 
And I'm just like, I, I want to say, fucking move and go. But they're yeah. like having fun and laughing and telling stories with the guy. Like, get a and life. telling him club stories. Like, yo, you said you was going to come to the wharf last time, but I didn't see you. Man, there were so many girls and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude, not only is this annoying, you're also not wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck you. Go get COVID, please, by yourself. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I'm I mean, just, at this point, that's where my brain is. I'm like, fuck you, get it. Just go get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just for me. It's just. Uh, oh, I just, did get comment banned again on Facebook for seven days this time. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna lose your account one day. Yeah, and I know you don't care. I know who gets. I mean, at off. this point, I'm probably just gonna delete the app off my phone and keep just the messenger app because that's really all I use Facebook for. Dude, what you need to do is just control yourself and stop letting people trigger you, man. No, I called a guy a cunt because he made fun of a girl that i'm friends with that's deaf god a white knight who gives a fuck she's good she's a strong baby i don't i, I just I, he just made fun of a deaf girl so i was like you could have just unfriended her <laughs> instead of being a I mean, that is kind of dick that's because he said all this shit not. like you're just always crying about being deaf and how you can't get a job and like he made fun of her for like living Ooh. at home like he just like was cutting deep like you could tell he was like trying to hurt this girl's feelings. no that's nasty yeah and so i just sucks. said you because he said I'm just going to peace out. I'll just unfriend you. And so I just commented like, I mean, you could have just done that instead of being a cunt. And they immediately banned me. I was like, huh. You know what's crazy is the fact that that pussy had to report you. No, Facebook knows now. You can't say cunt. It's weird. Oh, you, oh, oh so the bots are okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's smart. So and look, I am okay. honestly, I don't, I'm okay with it. Like, if you want to stop people from being assholes like me, I'm okay with it. <laughs> it's okay. Like, you know what I mean? I well, Yeah, because you get upset. Like, you're... No, I don't. I just have... I just, like, at that point, I'm no, just like... No, you get upset. No, you're a I'm... person that could be upset. Like, you, you get mad sometimes and, like, storm out of a chat room if somebody starts to troll you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we all do that. That's, like, fucking human nature. What I'm saying uh... is on... Jesse, do not, do not high mad. horse me here. How have... dare you? Do not fucking high horse me here. Like, I'm not high horse. Everybody you, gets mad. mad. Everyone has different things to get them mad. Facebook generally does not. Sure, if I'm getting trolled it, it, while I'm like pissed off at something else in a in a Discord, then yeah, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> yeah, but you say like you go out and search for like old racist white people to call fucking cunts and shit like that i don't <laughs> they just show up on my shit they're all my uncle's friends <laughs> yeah i don't yeah, go right. out of my way i'm just scrolling but like like i said i i'm okay with them you know comment banning people like me because that's fine i'm a troll you know what i mean yeah. and i just think it's funny but like at this point i'm probably gonna get permapan so i'm just like i'll just yeah you're gonna lose your account i mean but it sucks who like in the end what does that mean the only reason I'm worried about it is because I need to be able to get into nerds to like post that I'm gonna stream, you know what I mean, and things like that, like, and to respond to messages. So my thought is, I'll just delete the app for Facebook, but keep the Messenger app, and then I can just message people. Yeah, but in this case, I wasn't even mad. I was just like, "What a dick!" So, no, that no, that sucks. Because if, if he because he was actually being an asshole, but yeah, you and used most a, of the times you, I get you banned, used a no no word. Most of the times I get banned. I'm laughing because I'm just trolling old people who are telling me they're gonna like that I'm gay, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gay. I'll suck your dick, and then they fucking <laughs> then I get banned, and I'm like, hmm. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm chat banned. Uh, and it Word. is it is what it is. It's seven days this time. Each one has been longer, and I'm like, hmm. Seven days. 
Jeez. Um, but yeah, so um, but yeah, let's... so what are we doing? Are we gonna do the invincibility thing? No, I'm gonna run through the news real quick. Oh yeah, we did have a little bit of news. And I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Um, sure. We'll do that in. Uh, we'll talk about the trailer for Venom. Two, uh, I want to talk about the first episode of Castlevania last season, and then okay, whatever, and then we'll talk Invincible because that'll be a little longer. But um, I'm just gonna go through some quick news, nothing too crazy. Um, we got a Phase Four trailer for Marvel. Um, it kind of showed things we've already seen, like uh, a little bit more, I think, of Shang Chi than we had seen. We saw some more fight scenes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw some Black Widow. Um, you know, just a little bit of everything that's coming out that we've seen, like Loki. Um, I think we saw what I believe is the first footage at all of, of Eternals. Yes. And which was not much. It was like a close-up of um, Rob Brad Stark. Pitt's ex-wife. Yeah, and Angelina Jolie. You see, like, there's like a team shot where they're like in a forest, and they're like in a V shape where like the point is at, you know, pointed at us. Uh, and you see like the guy from Game of Thrones, and then everybody kind of spread out behind him. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's our first footage of that movie, but I mean like, it's not. It's so nothing that I'm like, why? Why even do it? You know, like yeah. no one uses a power. No one does anything. They're just standing in the woods. Um, and then at the end, it does look like they're teasing Fantastic Four because the logo for Phase Four is the Fantastic Four logo. Yes, and also the deals have already been done. Mm-hmm. We know that they have four. They have Fantastic Four again, and I believe that the next ten years. Once we get, I mean, I, I, I do honestly think that Marvel is lined up with trash for the next fucking six, seven years. But hopefully, after this phase, we can get into like so, Fantastic Four and and X Men. Like th- honestly, I think they should push for that faster because I agree with you. Yeah, we need. To while get I here. enjoy falcon and winter soldier and while i'm excited for the loki series and i think and the doctor strange I'm yeah excited for dr that. strange looks great i i thought um wandavision was fucking great i still yeah, don't think we have flagship people like scarlet witch is cool i don't know that i want her to r- run the avengers you know what i mean like we don't have a new yeah. cap like well oh, sorry we, i'm sorry that that i misspoke we do have a new cap and i like uh falcon cap but i don't know that he is steve rogers you know what i mean no, like, yeah he's we have a new captain america but it's i mean to be honest with it like what the show did like it's it's starting from scratch yes we have a new cap and it's he's kind of working from the ground up it's almost like he didn't just take the i'm the superhero god warrior of earth now he's on the ground level again dealing with basic human interactions yeah. and he's building bridging a gap like he's going to be more of a political side because we have to deal with the world accepting black captain america and that's a, that's part of it which i think is cool yeah my fear is is that they just think that that brie larson and the scroll secret invasion can carry this entire next it thing. cannot and i honestly I, want her to never appear in another marvel movie i want her i, I don't want her i don't i don't you didn't see captain anything. marvel yet right I tried. I, no, 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 I'm not going to get through it. No, no, not no judgment. Um, it's okay. It's okay. Like the movie's pretty good. You know, like there's like I, Sam Jackson's in it. That was cool, and uh, Monica Rambeau was very cool. Um, you know, I thought that was a good character. But I, honestly, and I think Brie Larson is a great actor. I thought she was very wooden. Like 
I'm not a hater on Brie Larson. I think the things she has said are pretty stupid, and you know, like she's kind of pushing people away with that. You know, they're, they're, she's yeah. making divisive comments, which is stupid, no matter what side of politics you're on, right? Like, yeah. it's just being a provocateur, which I hate provocateurs. Like, if you're trolling, fine, right? Like, if you're just being a goofball and it's just for funsies, you wouldn't be saying, like, well, political shit. Is, you I know just what I mean? don't want the next entire phase of Marvel to just be... Because all they have to stand on with what they've done is Captain Marvel leading into scrolls no we have secret invasion series coming and so the next captain marvel movie is going to be the marvels i believe which is uh captain marvel and kamala 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 hair uh no kamala khan yeah kamala um, khan miss marvel miss marvel which i think would be cool i the thing is they've made brie larson's captain marvel so wooden that like she can't lead a movie man like the it's she's no, just they're so gonna do stiff. what they did before, bro. They're just gonna turn her into a comedian. Cause like they, they already tried to. she she God. tried to defend No, I was directed that way and I chose to play her because she's not an earthling and she's not from Earth. So she doesn't have Earth mannerisms and huh. Earth humor. Neither is Star Lord. So, yeah, exactly. It's like And you were older no, than Star Lord <laughs> when you left Earth. Like you were in your fucking twenties, yeah, dude. 20s, dude. <laughs> Like no, you you were no, you were you were shitty. You were trying to be too stoic, and you were trying to like fucking do whatever the hell you and, were trying to do. And hey, and you played a shitty role. Honestly, film school had here a lot of that is the directing. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if I was her director, I would have been like, "Cut! Hey, we need to bring your person out. Like, you can't be that stoic. Sure, when you first come back, like I understand you want to play to the culture shock of coming back to Earth and." you know, the 90s and, and whatever. And that's fine. But, like, you need to have a personality. <laughs> you are not. You can't yeah. just be whatever. And honestly, my biggest thing with Captain Marvel is she's too strong. Mm-hmm. She's, she's just too strong. There's, like, what is the what is the thing that beats her? Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet on or, you know, with parts of the gauntlet and whatever did, like, stayed, stood no chance against her. Yeah, that was um, pretty bad, especially since... She had like no appearances. Like yeah. they she just, just they showed took... up and flew through a fucking spaceship. Like literally just destroyed it like a wrecking ball. And it's like, yeah, like in the face you... of that, what do you do? Well, it's you like hire Superman. this actor, this uh, actress or actor, and put them in this role. They've already have this chip on their shoulder, and then you take one of the most successful movie franchises of all time right now, and you just. Are you just without having them have the tenure of the time of the years that ScarJo put in, the years that RDJ put in, the years that Chris Evans put in, and you just give this newbie like, oh, here you go. Uh, by the way, you mean more than all of these pieces of shit who've been working for over ten years on this series, and they just hand over the keys to the castle to Brie Larson, and then she becomes a fucking smug asshole. Yeah, and it's it's weird. It, it, it ruins the taste of the Captain Marvel character. I don't I'm going to tell you straight up, it's not Captain Marvel's character. It's it's the human being Brie Larson's behavior that has given me a distaste for that because not even with her like wokey shit, even when she was doing interviews, when she was like insulting the other cast members characters, saying I'm a fr- my character stronger, I'm actually the most in this universe. Bitch, you just joined the family. 
like you don't have an Avengers tattoo that all of them got together the same way the Lord of the Rings people did because they spend a decade of their lives shooting films together. You got caught. You got lucky on a casting couch and they gave you the role of Captain Marvel and a really shitty writer and a horrible team allowed them to take your character and say, even though we've built nothing, let's just make it the strongest character and let's completely shit on our entire cast and 10 years of movies to just make what we think is going to elevate because now we need something stronger than Thanos. Well, I can get some of it, right? Like they knew that RDJ was done and Chris Evans was done. So like they needed to say like, Hey, here's some of the new people. Like we got that at the end of um, civil war. Was it? Yeah. Civil war where they started the, the new Avengers team or whatever. They showed kind of the new Avengers and all that stuff, um, yeah. which like is whatever, but we still have Thor. After the Sokovia we still have Thor. stuff. Yeah, we still have Thor. We still have Hulk. Like Thor, and Thor has been built into such a fun character. Like make him the guy that you know. And and Captain Marvel already happened, so it's like yeah, bring that character in. You know what I would have done, man? And I know I always do this, but like armchair director, she would have come in and fought one of uh the uh Black Guard or whatever that Thanos has, like stopped one of them from killing spider-man when he's carrying the gauntlet and been like go i've got this and then had a cool fight scene right and like been pretty evenly matched because if a character is too strong hence why hulk is not as strong as hulk is in the comics because if hulk was that strong they like gimp him he got knocked out by thanos that would literally never happen like Mm. very literally never happen pre infinity gauntlet thanos would do nothing even with the power stone like come on it wouldn't knock him out. I could see punching him into space and like maybe he freezes, kind of like how Star Lord did in yeah, Guardians. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Then yeah, you're like, okay, you know, his healing. You can incapacitate the Hulk, but you can't take him out. You can't just knock him out with one punch. You know what I mean? Well, also, and I mean, they did the whole thing with like not only he beats he beats him up, and then now and then Hulk's got like erectile Hulk's dysfunction. Terif- <laughs> yeah, he's terrified of him now, which was a yeah, good way to put it. Yeah, he, and honestly. He has, um, perf- uh, perf- perf- performance anxiety i didn't mind that i think they just went too long with it that whole first movie he's just like no he's worthless yeah and i'm like bro hulk should be fucking people up like they should have had hulk jump into that fight in wakanda just mollywop like 500 dudes because i mean there's thousands of them you know what i mean just literally smash down and start throwing them at each other you know but whatever to me like, I think you have Captain Marvel, you integrate her into the team, not just have her show up like, hey, I'm a fucking badass, and then fly yeah. around, pew, 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 I'm too Such strong, important and now I asshole. beat him. Like, dude, they should have had fucking Wanda do what she was about to do, you know, like, or get him to the point where he's dead, almost, you know, and then Tony finishes him off. Because, like, she almost kills Thanos. Like, she almost fucks his ass up, and then she gets shot, right? So it's like, that was cool, and that was earned. She saw Vision die. You know, that's like, and she says, "You took everything from me." And he, the, that's such a good line. You took everything from me, and he's like, "I don't even know who you are." You know? Yeah. And she's like, "You will learn." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree with you, and and you know, like like all, and it's not even. I don't care about. I I don't generally care about um people outside of movies like their personalities i don't really know most of them you know like 
the unfortunate thing is Brie Larson made it so you know about her, how who she is outside of it. It's like, I don't yeah. care about that. I don't want to know. I want you to it's be... It's not even that I disagree completely with a lot of what she says. No, it's just 100%. attitude. I know exactly what you She's mean. She's a smug asshole. Yeah, I know exactly. I've seen... what is annoying about and it. And what I think is, and it's the, the that's the worst part, is I just think she's not funny. You know, like, she's not, like, a yeah. personable person, whereas the rest of the cast, like... They bust each other's balls. They'll argue who's more powerful, right? But like, she comes yeah. in and it comes off that, wrong. One of the most you ever see one of the most awesome photos ever. So cringe of me to say this, but it's a fucking picture of ScarJo and Chris Evans, like offset during a Marvel film. Oh yeah, playing like, Game in, Boy, and they're playing a fucking Game Boy with the with the connector cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm just like, dude. Like that's like fam vibe. Yeah, they're really close friends. Actually, those two specifically, they've been in movies together a long time ago, and they've known each other. Kids, yeah, dude. And it's like when you see that, like, and you hear about, like, when you hear about the Fellowship of the Ring and how uh, Samwise and Vigo and all those, everybody. Wait, no, Vigo Morrison's not in there. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's yeah, that's Aragorn. Yeah, when you find out about like they. They all got a, a fellowship tat. Yeah, they and all love each other. You find out that all the Marvel guys, the Avengers, like at the end, they were like, "Let's all fucking." We've been doing this together. Yeah, like fuck it. Like somewhere on ScarJo's perfect porcelain body is a little like Avengers symbol. Yeah, and Chris Evans' and, beautiful washboard oh, abs. Mm. Oh mommy, mommy. Um, um, no, no, and, I, I, and I'm with you. You know that Brie Larson doesn't have one of those. No. And you know what, bitch? You'll never fucking have. Well, one and of you those. can tell, like when you see those interviews, like those ca- those guys all love each other, right? Like you can always tell they get along so great. Even like Tom Holland, like they all love that he fucking yeah. accidentally spoils shit. You know, they all like bust his balls. Even Cheadle, like, even Cheadle, yeah. you see like the chemistry, the friendship. And you can tell bit. they don't get along, like with with Brie Larson. Oh, she's a smug cunt. She's well, what she is is like an <laughs> outsider and. Because she's not personal. Because like Tom Holland wasn't in those movies, but like he's like open arms welcome because he's just fun. Yeah. Like he's and he's young, and, and stuff. it just seems like Brie Larson might not be a person who's fun. Like outside of yeah. Um, well, she came in with a different attitude than everybody else. She came in, and then there was a, there was that one interview with her with Jeremy Renner, where she was like, "Well, I'm just using this platform to make a voice for the voiceless and to make sure that the marginalized blah blah blah." And then like, and and you, Jeremy Renner, and he was like, "I'm an actor. I'm here to act. I'm not here to use any kind of power to to to, to voice anything anywhere. Like, I'm here to play a role, and I'm an actor." Yeah, they're, they're, it's like she wants so to be tricky. like, "I'm using this po- this position to to lift people." And like, yes, that's noble. Well, it's it's, it's like, so tricky because I think that there is room for that, right? But not from a, not I mean, it's it's you know tough what, to dude, say. Go see the Oscars of this year, which is all that was was a bunch of freaking rich and famous actor people stroking themselves off, saying, "Look how important I am. We need to well, that's the save problem the whales and save the the homeless people." Even though you just displaced hundreds of homeless people to have your self-aggrandizing ceremony, Brie Larson revels in that kind of like come aggrandize me well, when no, I tell you that I love poor That's people. what I'm trying to say. I think there is a place for using a medium to uh you know give voice to maybe marginalized people and things like that. And I yeah, think we're getting there definitely. where you know like we have more and more 
uh, directors and writers getting spotlights on them that come from marginalized communities and things like that. And that's awesome because they're telling stories that are super compelling because they shadow or they, they, they show part of a lived experience. And, you know, that's cool. Like maybe we don't all have that. And that's part of the beauty of movies, right? Is like getting to get a window into a world you don't know. Yeah. Whether that be, we don't always see, whether that be fucking Marvel universe where it's just cool or Lord of the Rings, where it's like, fuck, I want to live here because it's just, you know, beautiful fantasy shit. Or it could be someone telling, like, you know, Moonlight, where it's like a gay black guy from Miami telling the story of what it was like being gay in, in that community, you know? And, yeah. And that unique perspective that I'll never know, you know? But guess what, bro? <laughs> So what do many you mean? You're people not gay in Miami. So many people know Brie Larson's experience. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That's so. That's the problematic part for me. And that's not to say that I'm not here to say that just because I'm a white dude or or she's a white woman that she may not have a lived experience that is worth seeing or you know whatever. But it's like you're not necessarily that that person. I don't know. I it's it's tough because like. I'm here for everyone to have a voice. You know what I mean? I'm not here to say yeah. that, that. Like you know what? You know what? Opinion. Maybe like the "I have a dream" speech was an incredible speech, but it needed to come from him. Yes. It couldn't have come from JFK. Yeah. If JFK Which, said the same thing and it was just as beautiful and wonderful, like it, it's different. It just doesn't hit and, as hard. Yeah, it doesn't hit exactly. right. And and so whatever. Like I, I agree with you though. I don't think they can frame, and I think they know that. Like I think they know now. They, you know. Endgame and Infinity War were filmed kind of at the same time, and I think that Captain Marvel was in the works, and so they wanted to get her in and, and you know, get her in the spotlight, and then they realized afterwards, like, uh-oh, she's an unlikable yeah. person. Like, people I, love Robert Downey Jr. People love Yeah, I think Chris they Evans. thought like, that she was going to be, like, the face of Disney Marvel for the next 10 years. And, and you know what what's funny? Realize is nobody likes her. You know what's funny is, cause I was going to say, like, she might be just too serious of an actor you know what i mean like her pedigree is just different and mark ruffalo has a great pedigree so does robert Downey. i mean they all have all of those actors have uh, save for like chris hemsworth coming in you know what i mean they all have good yeah. serious roles behind them but she's done so much like good serious work and it's like okay really what did she do that was good dude room, I never, I, I don't room know is like one of my favorite movies of the last decade what movie room i don't even know what that is it's incredible but um then you, I say that, but then look at Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, guy's done fucking every kind of serious role. He's done everything, and then he comes in and he's a likable dude. And you know, he's what I mean? a likable silly goose. Yeah, I think that that's <laughs> he's the problem, great, dude. But so Phase Four, I'm excited to see. I think Shang Chi is going to be pretty fun because I loved Iron Fist and Luke Cage minus the main characters, like the main yeah. actors. I think Shang Chi will be cool because we're going to get. Probably some good fight scenes. Hopefully, they'll hire some like martial arts choreographers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and get Dude, some they need martial to get arts the guy shit, not from... just so much this action. They like need to get the arts. guy from the raid uh, films. Uh, Gareth. So it's Gareth Evans is the director, but I, there's a fight coordinator that that does those. That's fucking incredible. But yeah, um, guy, he played um, Sub Zero. That's why this. That's yes. why Sub Zero was yes. so fucking great. Yes. I don't know if you saw, but I saw. Um, I guess we call everything that we see on the internet a meme. But it was a photograph of it was six panels of his Sub Zero during different moments, and it was just the eyes, and that dude really did a great job at like performing different 
Like they're like someone needs to give this guy an award. Like acting, like just look at the way he conveys like emotions just through his orbital region. Um, he did a great job. Like where yeah. you think like oh all he's doing is doing karate, so he guys doesn't have to worry. But like in certain like shots and scenes and like emotions, like the way that like you know eyebrow placement, open like you know the surprise shock. Um, he actually did a a really awesome job at being emotive while being behind a mask and cowl. Yeah. So, uh, it's awesome. So I, I, I didn't know that he was the guy from the raid. I'm also excited to see more mystical stuff, you know, like I've we've got, never seen the raid. Oh dude. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Please watch those two movies. They're both fucking insane. Especially if, uh, if you like, what about like train to Busan. Is that similar? No. Train to Busan is a zombie movie. Oh, okay. You want to see a similar movie, uh, See, watch I Saw the Devil. Um, that's okay. more of a revenge film, but that one's crazy. It's a Korean uh, revenge drama, but it's fucking nuts. And then there's another... Fuck, I can't remember the name of it. There's another one on Netflix that's brutal, like machete fighting type of shit. Oh, fucking people I'm not really into like, the brutality. Dude, The more, Raid, I, I'll though... I'll still watch it, though. The Raid is just pure like martial arts it's like martial wild arts but it's brutal like people getting their fucking head slammed down and their body curling over the top of them you know like when you kick someone so yeah. hard their fucking face it's like hits breaking the people like compound yeah. fractures and shit so i am excited for shang chi to get some more mystical stuff coming in you know that side of the the marvel and universe the yeah. and, you know and and maybe we get our ben kingsley mandarin back um because we got 10 rings and you know they did do um, all hail or hail the king, which kind of confirmed that he was the Mandarin and Tre- Trevor was like the fake thing. I haven't watched that. I need to go do it. Um, but, and I'm very excited for Fantastic Four. And to finish what we were saying, like, I think they need to bring in the first family so that we get some more, we need some more leadership characters. You know, we need Reed yes. Richards. We need Xavier to come in because now we don't have a Tony Stark, you know? Um, yeah. Problem is, was with that we that takes time. It does. The Fantastic Four, dude. We need like two movies. Well, that's to, what I'm saying. We need, we need an to... established movie, and then we need a big movie. Well, I would we say need, we like... need to introduce Reed Richards. That's all we need to do, and then we, you know, like we have him as a character in Doctor Strange too, because they're in New York. You know what I mean? Like you have okay. Reed Richards meet him at a, at a like a convention or something like going over, you know, the, like a big science convention or something so that there's medical doctors, there's, you know, Dr. Strange will go as like a mysticist or, you know, mysticism doctor in some way or something. And then you see Reed Richards with some kind of technology and you get a guy who's in his like mid-20s, early 30s, right? So that you can build to Reed being... We get fucking buddy from... Uh... John Krasinski, bro. Yeah, we and get And then we get him and his dude. wife, dude. If we get her as uh, as um, Invisible Woman, that'd Pam? be great. Yep. No, no, no. His his real wife from the Quiet Place. Um, the chick from Lived I Repeat, whose name I can't remember. Okay. She's really awesome. Oh, oh okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The blonde lady. Yeah, yeah. They're married in real life. Him. Yeah. And, Sue and needs to be. I mean, I. I've been I, I, not 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 to get into it, but like I I do think a lot of these characters should be looking how they have always looked. I do understand that, like culturally over time, like there were all oh, the superheroes were white people but like no <laughs> well it just wasn't depends the case. it just depends it really does i think there is room for evolution um but i do think that yes, but like dr uh reed richards 
Krasinski would be great. And like You know what? Honestly, I'd be okay with a black Reed Richards or 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 if they were to just you know do a uh blind casting where or you know they it's not about it's race. Just blind just just anybody. Well, yeah, Me. like anyone I'm who Reed can Richards. act. Yeah, anyone who can act. Like I think if you can get someone who embodies a character, right? And can can take it somewhere because Reed Richards is kind of milk toast. He's just a white dude with he's got some gray hair on the sides. That's like his big yeah. thing. If you tossed like look at look at just say look at Chris Rock in Spiral, this new Saw movie. If you toss okay, gray hair on his Reed sides, Richards. you know what I mean? If you toss gray hair on his yeah. sides, you'd be like, Okay, it's iconic in that the hair's there. And or or, or anybody. It doesn't have to be a black guy. It could be any literally well, they anybody. Did it with uh, Nick Fury. Yeah, but there was already a precedent for that in the uh, um, Ultimate. Ultimate Universe. And, like, I I think that's been a cool way to do it so that it doesn't make certain people butthurt. You know, like, I think there are purists that can get kind of butthurt over anything. Um, well, but- yeah, like, well, there's... All right, so there's something that's going on, apparently, supposedly, you hear the Superman thing. Yeah, but that that they'll just do it alternate universe. That's all they're doing. Yeah, we're gonna alternate universe, and and I'm not talking about any any of my opinions at all. I was watching a video by Young Ripa, who's a, a comic book reviewer and YouTuber guy, and he was talking about well, he's like he's not like woke and shit, so he's like obviously not on the side of that. But he was bringing up like the Birds of Prey movie, right? So the Birds of Prey movie has like the these characters like. So they take Black Canary, right, who's originally like some Irish chick, some blonde white girl, and they cast a black girl as Black Canary. Cool, whatever. But he's like, you know what the disrespectful part is, is when they introduce Black Canary in The Birds of Prey, she's dressed as Vixen, who is one of the last members of jail, the Justice League of America, who was a seminal character in DC. So what they did was, is they took a white character, cast a black person, but then dressed the character as another black character from the DC universe instead <laughs> of just using the character Vixen. Well, the funny like, thing about Black Canary being Irish is that it, it, there's like um, Irish folklore that is like, the Banshee is like from that folklore, which I think is why her powers exist the way they do, you know? It's just funny. Yeah, but um, but, yeah, the rest of his his little video he was talking about that where he's like, you know what? It's one thing to like, you know, cast just for casting's sake, but he's like somebody, and you see he he isolated a screenshot and then he isolated a comic panel because Vixen is not very well known, you know, but she's known if you're like into like JLA stuff, Justice League of America stuff. Yeah, but I'm at I'm of the mind that it's like maybe that was just a nod, like maybe they just thought it would be cool if she was. Yeah, that but outfit. what he's saying is like, why not just put Vixen in it? Why sure. take a traditionally white character do some tokenism. Well, because Vixen's not a bird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Correct. But like do some token shit and then leave the character Vixen on the shelf and ignore that character. So he's well, like, instead of doing that, just like bring those characters forward like you did with Black Panther. Or like, just have her say, like, oh no, this outfit is from like someone that I knew or that I that I used to look up to as a kid. Yeah. Right? Like you just say, like, no, this is I modeled this costume. Like in the movie, you just have her say, you have a nod to that character because it is from the yeah. Justice League of America or Justice Society of America. So it's like the older characters, you know what I mean? So you kind of do that. But yeah, I, I understand that. 
Yeah, but it's so, a big mess. I mean, I don't care. There's no Dominican superheroes. There's no fucking Hispanic. Everyone's either white, black, or Asian, so it's okay. I'm not angry, though. I don't, like, need a superhero. I, I don't need a fucking superhero showing up like, Captain Platano. Vamos. Ding, 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 ding. Well, I, don't, I don't need, like. Growing up, <laughs> it might have been. Growing Ooh, up, it might have been cool to have a character that was like you. You know what I mean? Mm, no, because I've always just no. I I have no. I'm a little different. Yeah, but I you're pushing no back to... against that, and you can feel it. Say again. <laughs> I can feel you're pushing back against that idea. Because no, 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 I have no connection to like nationalism or identity. So when I grew up, like people who are like super proud of being like Hispanic or Dominican, or like you see like Colombians, like, get, they'll get a belt, and the belt is like the the color scheme of the tattoo. Colombiano, Dominicano, vamos, hey, epa. I always hated that. I always hated nationalism. I always hated, like, how like Puerto Ricans hate Dominicans. Hate Dominicans hate Puerto Ricans because we're the same thing basically. And I always hated having pride in where you come from because I'm like, you're embarrassing. Yeah, so I I'm hate the same people way. who are like Colombia or people who are like on you know I'm fucking I'm Irish you know St. Patty's Day is different I'm Irish or people who are like no I'm a real Italian we have fucking gravy we don't call it red sauce it's gravy or people who are like I'm from New York I'm a real New Yorker I agree like I, I have no respect for any of it from anywhere honestly to me I'm like you're just born there it's not a choice yeah. you made <laughs> like, I've always hated um. Nationalism Dude, I hate, or pride you know what I hate? in something you like, the, like, like, oh, like, like, you know, I yeah, had a friend it. growing up who's Haitian, so he'd always like have the Haitian flag, and I'm like, we come from the same island, Hispaniola, Haiti and Dominican Republic are the same island, but like, I don't care, and when people are so proud of something as, as neutral as where, or where you're from, you don't have any control over that, so it's like, who cares? Let yeah, me, like, I get that. I, I just, uh, I understand the idea of wanting, like, of it being cool for kids to have a character they can identify with. Oh, no, I get with. it in the terms of America with black and white culture. In that sense, black America versus what's gone on in America and basically the concept that this is a predominantly white country, I understand the plight of black America versus America. Other than that, I don't really fall i don't really care like you know i've never been offended by like um either anti or negative against hispanic shit i've never like and i've been like not saying i've been like lashed in the road for being hispanic but i've literally had a cop look at my license license and go perez what are you mexican that did not hurt my feelings yeah sure i mean i'm dominican my father was in the air force okay like it didn't hurt care. yours, but it might hurt others, right? That's yeah. I, I guess that's true, and I think it's different. I think it really isolates when it comes to uh, American and Black America. Other than well, that, I also, I, don't really think it matters. I also hate American nationalism. I hate people that are like America. Like America's cool. Yeah. I like it here. I think it's America's awesome. cool. I think it's great. I'm happy it's here. I'm happy Columbus came here and did everything he did. I really am. <laughs> but I'm not like gonna fucking rock an Amer. I'm not gonna rock an American flag tattoo on my throat. But I'm happy we're. I'm here not gonna put one outside of my house. I'm in America. Like I don't understand. Yeah. I'm like, who exactly. is that for? Like I would much rather be here than be. In the mountain village that I come from right now. Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather be I here than. I would probably be dead, bro. I'd, I'd rather be like, here than some, you know, a lot of other places. But I'd also rather be other places than here. <laughs> like where? Bro, I would love to live in fucking Ireland. 
I would love to live in Japan. I'd love to live in Switzerland. No, not Japan. Japan would probably not treat you nice. Ireland would. More I don't care about treating me nice. I want to go do cool shit. Yeah, you'll have a bad experience. Like, not that you have a bad experience, but like in like in like Japan, like we're tourists and they don't like. You'd have a hard time like renting. You'd have a hard time finding property. You would need to be extremely rich. Okay. Uh, you'd be shunned. You'd be I avoided. You'd be turned there. away at restaurants. Saying I would like to. No, you're, you'd like to. You're making real world to comparisons like, to like a I would like to do that. It's not gonna happen. Well it's like saying like if you're like I want to go to Japan and just live an awesome life, that's like saying I want to be a black person and go to the racist town in Alabama and be treated normally. Like in Japan, if you go to fucking Akihabara, how do you know? Wanna... <laughs> Have you been there? I watched a whole video. You know, I like I watched a whole video series. I know somebody this, who lives there. You know, know one dude who had it. one experience. But what I'm saying is it's not as like would it's you not as would you would you be comfortable with someone saying the same shit about like coming to America? Would you be like, no, dude, it's cool here. I mean, not everywhere, but it's cool here, dude. It's like you wouldn't have a problem living here. It's like, I mean, that's true. Like, it's pretty cool here, but not everywhere. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, like, it, it, we're digressing it into some weird shit, and it's getting uncomfortable. I just was saying, like, all right, you don't gotta get uncomfortable. It's fine because you're but saying yeah, you I, hate nationalism, but then you're becoming nationalist about America. I feel it. No, I'm not becoming nationalist about America. I'm just saying I'm happy I'm here because I live here and I'm American. Yeah, I and think, but I'm that's the same here than the country of my blood origin. Even though I'm was born here, but I'd rather live here than Dominican Republic because it's a third world country that's kind of a little bit no man's land, and you like. We, you and I wouldn't survive there. Yeah, sure. Like, we can't survive machete fights. And it's not that Dominican Republic is only machete fights in the street, but it's – there is no, like, I'm in trouble. Let me call the cops while everybody here pretends to hate God. Like, you know what I mean? It's like we you can't do that there. There it's like you better be able to hold your own. You're in a third-world country. That's why I don't – I used to go to Dominican Republic every two years. I don't go there anymore because hey, I, some people I can't call the, the cops dangers – <laughs> Like of that. going there. Some people can't comfortably call the cops here. We can. We're lucky for that. You know, like I can call the cops and probably they're going to try to help me, except for the times they don't, you know? Yeah. But like some people can't. Yeah. Because <laughs> they might still get killed. That's the fucking sad part. And like, that's why when you say like, some, I know everybody pretends to hate the cops, it's not that people hate the cops, it's people hate what the cops are doing. That's happening a yeah. lot. Uh, Not fifth, but anyways, yeah, we we're getting on some fucking dumb shit. That's what I try to avoid. Um, so it's okay, we gotta get some real talk every now and then. You know, what I mean, it's been a while. That wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad. It's just I hate getting. I just hate getting. Down I know. Fuck holes. you, Brie Larson. It's all your fault. <laughs> it's your fault for fucking mentioning her. I wouldn't even have talked about her. I don't care. Like I, I literally I don't care about. It's her. all right. What else are we talking? I about? very literally. I don't care about Captain have... Marvel. I don't care about Superman. That's the thing. Like, that's the problem with Captain Marvel is they're like, hey, here's the Marvel Superman. And it's like, Superman blows because there's nothing to relate to. And he he's never in danger. Literally never in danger. Like, unless someone's like, I am made of kryptonite. It's like, oh, the one thing. Like, he's yeah. never in danger. So it's never scary. Like, he's it's like, oh. Like, when, when Doomsday showed up, I'm like, what is he going to do to Superman? Superman is bulletproof. Why would fucking Doomsday's dumb bone knuckles do anything to him? A fucking sword doesn't kill him. Why would a bone do it? You know, like that's yeah. that's it's so hard to write a compelling story 
about Superman. And that's why I think it's hard for the Hulk for similar but different reasons, too, just because there is this duality of personality, yeah. so it's hard to like him, you know? Yeah, and these characters were made so long ago, they didn't realize you're making too much of an an omni-being yeah. to, 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 to kind of tease into uh, Invincible. It's... Super, like you're just making a Deus Ex yeah. hero. Especially when, and, remember when Superman was just getting powers all the time? <laughs> yeah. Like he'd and be they, like, when they, when they brought in like Hulk, when they were like, when they started saying like, oh yeah, the more you hurt him, the angrier he gets. And it's like, so he's an unlimited source of yeah. power. He has Wouldn't no. Like a cosmic being just lock him in a chamber like a fucking nuclear power plant <laughs> and just pummel him for eternity? Yeah, and then just let him out at some point and he just like punches every planet and they explode. Or to the point where he explodes because he's just a gigaton of nano exp- <laughs> or megaton of fucking atomic explosions and he just blows up. I don't know. So moving on to a little bit more Marvel news. Uh, Andrew Garfield was being interviewed by, I think it was Collider. I can't remember who it was, but um, they asked him about the rumors that you know the next Spider-Man movie will have uh, Amazing Spider-Man, you know Andrew Garfield and um, Tobey Maguire uh, in it, and he was like, "Not that I know of," and it's already filming, so please stop saying that. <laughs> so okay. seemingly that's not happening. I mean, they may bring in Tobey Maguire as the first, you know. Like, and, or he do, could be lying and do that, and he could be lying. You know, he could be under an NDA and whatever. So, yeah. but he, he, he. There's a whole. It's it's a pretty funny video because he's like, shit. If I know, dude, like I'm, I don't have no idea. Um, and moving on to some Sony stuff. Um, they showed their t- Sony's teaming up with Paul George. I have no idea who that is. Uh, for PS5 themed Nikes, which are kind of lame looking. Um, but if you're into that shit, maybe collect them. I don't know. Uh, and yeah, then, if you're a sneakerhead, also just look up the PlayStation, the PSX uh, Nikes that came out about a year or so ago. Those are really awesome looking. They've been like the sneakerhead community does this kind of shit. No, I wish. Around... Hmm? I wish that the PS5 was a uh, PlayStation Gray. Yeah, like, I mean, it's just so. It's just boring. Why don't looking. companies do shit that's obvious sometimes? Yeah. Like who 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 told you to make the PS5 white? Yeah, if they would have made who it the same that? color as the classic PlayStation One, people would have lost their fucking minds. Yeah, made dude. it made it that color, and the PS the DualShock or DualSense control scheme make it the exact same color scheme as the original. It would have went crazy, and they do it because they can make one limited edition version and sell it out. But it's like. Bruh, if you just made the whole thing that color, people would go nuts and buy Everyone it. Everyone would just buy They're it. They're buying it anyways. You're selling yeah, it out. Like, it's like when they made that 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 clear blue PlayStation 50th or whatever, 500 millionth mm-hmm. anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Just don't make 2,000 of them. Make 10,000 of them. Yeah. And, and you'll we'll sell all 10,000 of them. All you're doing is making a reseller market. Where if you that's all they're doing. Broaden it out, make fifty thousand of them, so that a bunch of people have them, and they're still gonna have value later, and you're gonna make all that money, like. Bro, but you have these people that are in that market. It's like it's I hate to do it. I know you don't listen, but just in case you are, I'm about to talk shit about you, dog. Caprio, Caprio, it was always on that thing with the whole like, he was buying like fucking, uh, you know, spending. 60 80 120 bucks on nintendo cartridges 
couple of months ago he bought Final Fight 3 <laughs> for like $200. Jesus. And I'm like, you can just play the ROM. That's not even a good game. What yeah. are you doing? And he's like, I he's can the, sell it was, for 250 and make, you know, extra yeah. money. Yeah, and he's like, no, I'm on this collector kick, and I'm not going to be selling it. I'm just getting my final collection, and I'm done. You know what just happened to him? He sold it I'm all. talking your shit, but nope. He finished his Super Nintendo and Nintendo. I'll tell you the numbers after. It was, I don't want, yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah, put yeah. that out. Yeah. But you know what he's doing now? I, I, you know, bro, I'm just like, I'm not really collecting, but like, I'm, I'm just going to do a little, just a couple. PS1. Oh, no. He's trying to collect PS1 games. You know what shit like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on PS1? It's, hundreds of dollars. Yeah, like, hundreds of dollars, like, three, four hundred bucks. You're getting into a huge thing. And I'm like, I told him, I told him, dude, just go get a a PlayStation Mini. We missed it because at one point you could find them at Target for forty dollars. Now they're like a hundred, two hundred. Um, they're not very good. But what you can do with a PlayStation Mini is, it just put a USB in it and download any PlayStation game you want, and you can yeah. play fucking uh, Valkyrie Profile. Remember Valkyrie Profile? Yeah. That game probably goes for five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars now. You could just play it, dude. You well, don't yeah. have to I've, pay for the disc. So I like collecting things in my own way. Like I, you and I are similar in that way where it's like, oh, I like Dark Souls. So I'm going to get when three comes out because I missed the other two. I'll get the collector's edition, right? Yeah. But I'm not like, I'm getting this and then I'm going to keep it pristine. I'm like, I'm getting it because I want it and I'm going to open it and eventually like have it on a shelf somewhere, you know? And yeah. I still haven't done it. I own a house now. I was always saying like when I own a house, but it's expensive to like make a room make sense that way. You know, like I need to like. Not really. It's just time. It's you time, but I need to like. I've even thought about like going to Home Depot and getting some floater shelves and just showing up and being like, I borrowed a stud finder from Keith. We're going to hang some of your. Well, I have so much stuff. art too. So I have to figure out what side is art and what walls are, you know, collector stuff. It's like I need to like yeah. plan. And, and, and so it's also like. All that stuff, but whatever. The graphing paper, uh, you know, whatever. It's it's just, I don't know. I I don't get the whole like, I have to have every Nintendo game. Like I get the want, right? Like we all want to to have like, oh look, there's that cart that I yeah. of that game I love. But it's like I could also just turn a computer hunt and get a rob, and like there's the game. Yeah. It's like you said last uh, last episode when you're like. Oh man, they made something for you. They're gonna make a limited run. Is doing a physical for the Castlevania collection, and I'm like, yeah, I own the Castlevania collection already digitally, and like, I'm not gonna get the collector's thing because I I'm already surrounded by collector shit. I yeah. have like Mega Man, Castlevania, no Mega Man, um, Metal Gear. Night, I have Metal Gear and Nightmare on Elm Street first print rins of McFarlane figures just like sitting mm -hmm. next to me, and just in a box, in a pile, not looking yeah. cool at all. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't need them, and you know, like, yeah, I think that's there. the problem. Is like, you need a lot of time and energy and like creativity to like really collect. Like Keith's really good at it because he's a very organized person. He's very good at like that. Yeah, like, he's weird though. He is weird, and I, and I love him, but he's weird. Like Keith's so weird. He's Dude, not like us. He's focused. We are lackadaisical. Like lazy dudes you know he's like hyper focused yeah. like i'm doing this and this is what i'm gonna do to display this like i'm gonna get all you know like i'm gonna do this stuff he's not he's a doer we're not doers and that's not yeah i feel like he gets more out of doing things than having the things yes. yeah yeah i agree 
because when I like see like how he lives and I'm like, why is everything so organized? I think it's just part of who he is and he likes to be organized and he needs to be organized. Yeah, he's a I'm robot. okay knowing where I know exactly where my Sailor Moon t-shirt is. It's in a pile, but I oh, know yeah. where it is. Yeah, that's like it's order and chaos. You know, it's like uh, yeah. I know where all my stuff is, but it's in weird spot. Like it's just where I laid it. But I'm like, yeah, I remember I laid it there and I'll go get it later. Um, all right, so let's move on. Uh, uh, other than that, they Sony did put out, uh, uh, they're putting out pre-orders for two new Dual Sense colors. So there's a Midnight Black and a Cosmic Red. And hopefully they do plates for the sides of the systems because they are removable pretty easily now. Yeah, uh, the wings or whatever. Third party ones. Yeah, but, but I, I hope they put fun. out official because I'd love to turn my system black or even that red is pretty nice. Did you see the controllers? Uh, I didn't see the controllers, but I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure. I'm sure they're the red is a really cool color. I, I would I would suggest you look at it. Just the matte side of it, it's cool. Like when when you get a chance, whatever. Um, no, I'm typing in it right now. Um, and then I'd like to talk about uh, the Venom trailer that came out. Uh, okay. You saw it. I saw it. It looks all right. I mean, <laughs> Woody um, Harrelson. The trailer's pretty uh, simple. It's just Eddie making breakfast for himself using Venom arms. And then you see, uh, what's his name? Ed Harris? Ed Woody no, uh, Wood, Ed... Wood. Oh, my God. He just made Woody Harrelson. Woody he Harrelson. has the, the uh, his hair's better now. It's not a, the really bad wig yeah, from the dude. Definitely better. Dude, that wig was so <laughs> bad. I laughed like in the theater out loud at how bad it was. And yeah, I, I well, love... The controllers are nice. Right? That maroon the is really nice. The red one's pretty cool. It's such a cool color, right? It's like a wine, like a red wine. Um, yeah. It's Merlot. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the first uh, Venom movie was pretty good. I thought that uh, Homeboy's Tom Hardy's accent was really stupid. Like... How are you yeah, going to follow your last weird. comic book portrayal of having a dumb voice with an even dumber voice? I yeah. Mean, hey, I'm Eddie Brock, and I've been down here at the fucking wharf. I'm at the wharf on 5th. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to come over and punch you. It's like, why? Yeah, it's, um. I mean, the trailer is really nothing other than just a breakfast. He's making breakfast, and then you see Carnage. For like you see like a CGI like rah yeah they they go to uh, execute uh, Cletus Cassidy uh, who is Woody Harrelson that's that's what what we're seeing is him he's being lethal, having a lethal injection and then the Carnage symbiote oh and that's takes the over. reaction yes that the Carnage symbiote has mm-hmm. okay and then it's like he's gonna get out and then so the thing about Carnage is cool is like where Venom just is like basically Spider Man but like he can like you know, do a couple little things like he, you know, the symbiote will come out and bite the things. Yeah, and do that. his symbiote can separate Carnage from the body and makes, do weird shit. Carnage makes weapons. Like, that's his thing. He's always making, like, different blades and shit out of his fucking symbiote. So it's like they're just different, you know, fighting styles and, and things like that. So I'm I'm excited. We'll we'll see. It'll be a fun movie, I hope. Hopefully they... I'm sure it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, in the way that the first Venom was pretty cool, in which I mean, it's probably going to be a pretty dog shit movie, but it'll be pretty cool as an action movie when you're having yeah. fun and you want to watch Venom the movie. People act so. like that Venom movie was a lot better than it was. Like I've noticed that people are like, "Oh my god, Venom was so good," and I'm like, "It was passable," but like when you put that again, and 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 I'm a Marvel fanboy, you know, we we kind of all are in, in on this little you know in our little world here. 
Um, I know a lot of you know the the comic slobs aren't big aren't as big of fans like that, and they're not fanboys like us. But like, I enjoy most of the Marvel stuff, and I think it's of a quality yeah. almost across the board. Some better than others, obviously, right? But there is a level of quality. Those that fucking Venom movie would not even is not fit to even no. lick Marvel's boots. You know, like that Venom movie is more along the lines of where I would expect like a. Like a new line cinema yes. before. Like like you know, somebody who makes like Nightmare on Elm Street or like yes. movies or yes. shitty action movies or it was more of a generic nineties action movie branding. It would definitely not garner the respect of like an MCU. But I mean, I haven't even seen the Tom Holland Spider Man's, but I doubt those do as well, do they? They do not, no. They're exactly. good. They're good, but they're they're not in that quality. They're like the the writing is just not as good. You know what I mean? Because and Sony, there's, there's took Sony that films, over. right? Yeah, yeah. Because Sony hired their writers. It wasn't like Feige tapped uh, a set of writers or or a writer. You know what I mean? Like Marvel's pretty picky, and they they get good people, so you can tell the difference. Um, and then you know the Tony Stark's in those movies, and you know Robert Downey Jr. comes in and does cameos. There's you know they they are connected. Yeah, he fucks his aunt, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he tries to. Happy ends up fucking his aunt, uh, John Favreau. Yeah, um, and they're 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 fun. They're just definitely nowhere near as good as any of the solo films in the MCU, which is sad because okay. I think Tom Holland is so good. Um, and Michael Keaton was really good as the Vulture. I will say. Um, I want. I can't wait till I watch those. I still haven't seen them because I really want to see. They're Keaton on Disney Plus, cool. I believe now. I, I well I saw that I saw that they were on like Amazon at first or something. Then I saw a deal where like in 2022 they'll be coming to Netflix, but they're on Disney. They might be. I don't know. They're somewhere. I saw them the other day and I was like, I should watch. So Michael Keaton's great, and you know what's great? Spoilers: they don't kill him. Like it's not like other villains in these movies where like oh one movie and you're dead. You know? No, you're not gonna kill Michael Keaton because you can always bring him back and for he's a sequel. Maybe the Sinister Six, dude. He's the Vulture. He's the first member. You know, like the first canonical yeah. comic member. I I can't wait to see who they get to be Green Goblin. They they probably in the third movie they have to introduce him because that's Spider Man's Joker. You know, that's his main villain. Him and like uh, I guess Craven, him and Doc Ock. But Doc Ock too. I think Craven is like the one that's done, you know, similar damage uh, to his family and the Kingpin too. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, Green Goblin I mean, killed no, Gwen Stacy. Kingpin out. Kingpin's my Daredevil. Kingpin is Daredevil's true, true. But yeah, it's Green Goblin. It's Green Go- It's Green Goblin or Doc Ock. It's, it's like yeah, it's, it's Green like, Goblin. It's, it's, it has it's pretty to be. much Sinister Six. Yeah, probably is. You're probably right. It is probably is Green Goblin because Green Goblin killed Gwen Stacy. That's like the big moment yeah. for for Peter. And not even that, dude. Green Goblin not only was the reason Green Goblin's the reason Gwen Gwen Stacy dies, but she dies while he's trying to save her. Yeah, and he, he never knew like if he breaks her back or if she was dead when when Green Goblin threw her. Yeah. That's like, like the he whole catches thing. Catches her as she's falling, but when he catches her her neck breaks. <laughs> um like, oh, and also shit. the ultimate version of Norman Osborn kills ultimate Peter Parker in front of Miles Morales and that's what makes ultimate oh, Spider-Man. the big the big Hulk goblin. Yeah, that's that's Miles's great power great responsibility is him not using his powers to assist Peter Parker. 
and Spider-Man dying. That's how he becomes uh, Spider-Man, and that's why he wears the black and red suit because it's a um, mourning. Uh, he, you know, he's wearing black because he's mourning yeah. the death of Spider-Man. I didn't, know, I didn't know that. Yeah, very cool. Wow, I didn't know that at all. Um, yeah, so the Venom trailer seems okay. It's going to be fine. I think it'll be a fine movie, and I think yeah. I'm excited for Woody Harrelson. You know, I, I love him as an actor, so I think if they let him go bonkers, it'll be fun, you know? Yeah, I think it'll be good if you wake up on a Saturday, you have nothing to do, and you're going to lay in bed all day, just watch that. Yeah, just you, and especially like cold pizza. if movie theaters are open, I'm backs now, you know, and there's movies actually coming out, that's a great, like, matinee Saturday, 2 p.m. Those were my favorite movies. Is like Really? Dude, Never, dude. Dude, I saw Hereditary. showing. I saw Hereditary at, like, 2 p.m. It was empty. <laughs> I had a, oh, because man. movie theaters are pitch black. When you go in there, you don't know what time oh, it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I like those times because it's middle of the day. I got nothing to fucking do. No one's there. And I go watch a movie by myself. And when I come out, I still have a whole day ahead of me. You know, it's like 4 o'clock when I get out. Mm-hmm. You know? Hereditary, I had to walk around Target because I was having heart palpitations. Because that movie had me. It wasn't like scared. It was just so intense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that movie. That's in my top 10 all-time movies for sure. I love yeah. that movie. Um, all right, so I just want to talk about Castlevania season four. Final season just dropped yesterday. Um, today's Friday when we're recording, uh, but Thursday night it dropped, and I know a bunch of people watched all of it. And I'm like so annoyed, you know, like those people that are like, "Go to watch first. It's like a spoiler for everybody. damn." So <laughs> season four is already out, and people mm-hmm. are already like, like done and like discussion. Yeah, and I'm like, why do you rush it? That's what I never understand. Yeah. Like, that's I why, like, like Seth's like, why haven't you started Resident Evil 8? I'm like, it just came out. Yeah, I don't have to fucking I'm, I'm sprint relaxing. through it. <laughs> I'm going to get to and it. And especially something I'm excited about. Like, yes. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I want to watch two episodes of something or like whatever. I watched, I started Mayor of Easttown uh, this week and I just would toss it on while I was working. And so it was t- tough to pay attention to fully, but uh, I watched all of it in like two days. It's four episodes so far, but it's like. I didn't go like I'm watching all four episodes straight and I don't care and I need to you know do all of it. It's like when Invincible was out, I wanted to be able to watch like three episodes. You know, like I like when the boys came out and they did the first three. That's great, right? And then stage it out. And yeah, it sucks as to soon wait. As Invincible ended, it recommended it was like start the boys episode one now. Have you watched it yet? <laughs> I've only seen the first episode. Oh my god, the boys is so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Castlevania came out. Today, I tossed it on uh, during, you know, right after my lunch, I was just like getting back into the groove. I didn't have any meetings yet. So I was like, let me just watch. It's 30 minutes, whatever. It's great. They do a great job. The animation's still so good. Uh, Richard Arbitage is still so good as uh, what's Belmont, uh, um, Trevor, right? Is that his name? Yeah, it's Trevor. I don't know. I haven't seen the oh, show. It's Trevor Belmont. Um, it's really good. It's catching you back up and they're building. Like you can see kind of like I was saying, well, like Dracula isn't as big a thing in in the series since season one you know like that he was the big bad and I then they know that well it's okay i mean it's i'm fuck, assuming it's possibly shaft or carmilla it's it's castlevania so they're you know the, they fight him obviously in that first yeah. season that's like they had to you know because they didn't know if they were going to get more seasons right and then they kind of like the the second and third season it was like this meandering thing but you can kind of see now like they're showing you where it was all going and it, it's it's it makes sense and it's cool man I'm not going to say a lot because I know you haven't watched it and you're going to. Yeah, and I'm going so, to. I'm going to. And, and anyways, I have not finished the season. I Castlevania so far is a 10 out of 10. Like, I mean, I love this show. Yeah. 
I don't I, I think they could do better. So it really should be like a nine point five, but what they've done is so good. You know what I mean? Like there's some things I'm sure I would like better, right? But I don't know what I would what that would be, but I'm sure they could. You know, it's not it's not it's not perfect. Yeah. But it's as close to perfect as it's gonna be. And this is the best video game adaptation ever right now. You know what I mean? Well yeah, that's like what I said, uh, what I've said every time I bring it up is I, I watched season one and then when season two dropped I started watching season one, episode one of season two, and in the middle of it, it was so good that I turned it off, and I was, I told myself, I'm not watching this until it's finished. Oh, okay, so you have seen season one. Okay, so yeah, so I've seen season one, so I know the whole romance, like how he falls in love mm-hmm. with the human, which is great, and then episode one of season two. When you see his face in the sky, mm-hmm. and he's yelling at the, he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You killed my fucking girl, dude!" Yep. And during that scene, I turned it off, and I was like, "I'm not watching this until they say Castlevania is done, and I'm gonna go buy like a Blu-ray collector's edition, and then I'll watch it." But what I'll do is now that they say this is the final one, I'll watch this one, and when that Blu-ray shit comes out, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, yeah. That's so. That's something like, I'm with you. I will buy the things I want. It sucks to buy yeah. Blu-rays because, like, I bought a bunch of DVDs back in the day and, like, now they're fucking useless. Like, I can't even play them half the time, you know? Like, yeah. It sucks because also, media Also, just to changes. tell Caprio, like, disc rot is something that people are starting to notice. CDs and DVDs don't last forever. They last for about 15, 20, 25 years. And even if you keep them in pristine condition, the the polystyrene or whatever, like the plastic itself begins to rot. Yeah. So, so (laughs) he's just embarking on this fucking journey where he's going to be spending hundreds of dollars on individual games. And I'm like, don't do that. Those discs aren't cartridges. They're, they're, they don't work. They're not going to work. Let me take that back. 10 out of 10. I love Castlevania. I just love it so much that I want it to, you know, like, Invincible I loved, but I don't have uh, as much of a tie to the, you know, like Symphony of the Night is one of my favorite games ever. So it's like yeah. seeing Alucard, like I want it to be even better, even though I think it is so good. And I think it's as close to perfect as it's ever going to be because, you know, they have to make they have to make conveniences for the fact that not everyone has played that game. And, you know, like they can't do all of that. And if they did, yeah. it'd have to be a longer series. I did have to, you know, it would just have to be more about Alucard or whatever. So it's a 10 out of 10. Um, I have not, you know, I can't say season four. Once I finish the season this week, we'll talk next week. Um, we should do yeah, Resident we'll Evil and then we'll do Castlevania. You know, we'll talk about the season. Um, we have a spooky episode, Castlevania spooky. Resident Evil. Um, all right. So let's talk Invincible and then we'll be so, all set. Hell yeah. All right. Mark the time. Just give me like two minutes. I gotta go take a piss, dude. I'm dying. Okay. Um, and I won't even fucking mute. Just hold on a second. I'm just gonna take my headphones off and run. All right. Well, he's gone. I'm gonna talk all this shit on his stupid ass with your little piss with your little tiny bladder having ass. Oh. Wait, hold on. It sounded what? like you said shit. Did did we lose the episode? No, I'm talking shit about you. I'm recording oh. still. Oh, you're still recording? Yeah. All right, hold on. Yeah. So, uh, for me. Um, I have really enjoyed Castlevania. The second and third seasons, I loved them. I just didn't know where they were going. And I think that uh, episode one of season four starts to show you that they've been pointing that it's... And, and I mean, obviously, I knew that it was going to be 
heading towards resurrecting Dracula and all that stuff. But I think this clarifies it. And and from what I've heard, this season wraps up very nicely and and wraps the series up. And it really does help to uh, make the series make sense overall, um, which has been cool. So I'm excited. I'm very excited for it. And I also forgot to say I've been playing Apex. New season came out, new mode. Really been liking the new mode. I raged a little bit uh, the first night I played it with Nana. And pencil burn because we lost every uh, round. And then um, I played with my friend Vinny, and he's so good that I just we we won every round straight, and we won every game. And he's he's so good. But I've been enjoying it. It's three v three. It's not battle royale, so it's more just deathmatch. It's just three v three, three rounds. You have to. It's so it's a, can be six rounds, I believe, or seven total. So if you go three wins or two wins two wins one win one win then you have because you have to win by two so i think you can go to seven and i think if you get to seven it's it's a tiebreaker and whoever wins that wins so um it's it's cool if they're quicker um which i like um it can be real shitty because like a lot of times the matchmaking has been really fucked up right now and i've been getting into games where i'm down a person or the other team's down a person and then it's just kind of kind of sucks you know like you feel bad winning that way um and actually you feel real shitty if you lose on a 2v3 and i did and it hurt my feelings it really hurt my feelings because i'm like i would kill one and then the other dude would kill me and kill both of my teammates and i'm like how how do i get how's my luck this bad um but yeah so and the new character is pretty cool she's a jetpack um she's really fun in the arena mode just because you can get that high ground you can get that uh perspective you know pretty easily you can maneuver around um which i like and in the arenas mode you only get to use your abilities uh two times or i think for like caustic it's you get three bins but you can buy more it's not like if you wait long enough your you know q re uh respawns or, or refills or whatever it's just you you buy them and you get replicator materials there's three bins in the maps and you want to get those. That's important. Because the next round, then you can buy more guns and upgrade your guns um, to better attachments and things like that. So um, it's been cool. If you're if you're not keen on Battle Royales, um, but you're interested in playing a class-based shooter, the new mode in Apex <coughs> is, is probably fun. And it's a free game. You can give it a shot. You know, you won't have every character, but you can earn the stuff to, to get the characters. So... Yeah, I forgot the new uh, season drop for Apex. Yeah, I went a little bit deeper into my review of Castlevania since you were gone, and I could talk about oh, the sweet. things. Um, so I, when I listen back to the episode, should I skip that? Yes, skip till you come back. I talked okay. about Apex for like most of it, but I did talk a little bit more about... <sighs> and I didn't spoil much. I just kind of talked about seasons two and three uh, and where All they right. went. So I'm a little nervous. I'm sorry. Brie Larson made us go on a 20 minute tangent because I, I don't want to keep you up all night but we got to talk about fucking invincible dog yeah let's go because there's some shit <laughs> yeah so full spoilers on invincible um full spoilers you want to rate it up front yeah i I'm, I'm sticking with a 10 out of 10 i love 10 i'm at a seven how dare you it's okay it's so good wait so i think you can still this is not spoilers. I think I have this thing, the same thing with Castlevania. That I, that this is kind of a weird thing. <sighs> Animation, incredible storytelling, um, like 
everything is done so well. It's I don't want to use the word perfect, but it's really, really great. But man, uh, did I love Invincible? But it was a drag to get through it. It was way too long. What? It was so hard. For, like, well, I did two episodes, and then like since I started last night, I did five, four, ep- five episodes today. <laughs> well, that's your fault. <laughs> it's my fault for not stretching it out. So it's I will so say, good. It it really is, and, and it's I so tight. Doing, There's no filler. Like everything leads to something and is showing you something. Yeah, I think what I should have been doing was something you said on the last episode, which is. You're watching one episode of JoJo a day mm-hmm. yeah. instead of like telling myself, watch season one today. And it seems daunting to watch like eight episodes at 30 minutes a piece. Yes, yeah, so you should or watch like, it until you don't want to anymore and then just stop. Don't force and then just yourself. Stop. Yeah. Because you're going to get, you're going to resent the media. So that's what started happening is I was like, fuck, like, God, I want to watch, but it's like, in, in, that's the thing with Castlevania that, like, I really liked, loved what I saw, but uh, it goes a little bit into the Brie Larson thing where I I did the disservice to myself of, like, looking up Adi Shankar and watching him on oh podcast. Oh, my God, dude. He's so cringe. Yeah, so I looked up Adi. It's like how you said last time about the guy who did Requiem, like, the fucking oh, the dude, dude who makes these fucking avant-garde films. is Darren like, this, Aronofsky. Like, this kind of, <laughs> he this sounds like guy. He sounds like Tom but, Hardy in, in Venom. He's like, yeah, I want to make a movie about, uh, about the fucking Bible. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to really go in-depth, you know? And you're yeah, like, so what the fuck? With Eddie Shankar, it's like, look, Castlevania turned out to be fucking awesome. But then I look up the guy, and I, I think I heard him on a podcast, and it was a, it was a, um, uh, like not a huge podcast. So I was like, oh, this is really cool. He's doing like a an ep- He's guesting on like a, a a smaller podcast talking about his show, and he's just so into how Adi Shankar he is. And he's You know like, what he looks like? He looks like <laughs> someone that would have been a uh, in the background of the Papa Roach uh Cut My Life into Pieces music video. Like yeah. headbanging and they go into his room and like you know yeah. remember in that movie or that music video they like go into each kid's room and like show how they're yes. suffering. It would be Adi Shankar's room and he yeah. has he's, flat iron like, hair and he's makeup on. Front row at the MCR concert. Let's go. Like <laughs> He's, he, he looks you know, like he's, he he's could... there at he's 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 thirty minutes early to the mall before they open every Tuesday at, because he knows Hot Topic restocks T-shirts on Tuesdays. He he <laughs> looks like he could Photoshop himself into a system of a down picture like the yes, guitarist the and guitar switch player. switch them and you would be like yeah that's the guy that's it yeah it's so the fucking guy the the thing is I watched this and I'm like wow who's this Adi Shankar guy he must be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> look this guy up i'm picturing some fucking i'm picturing some fucking like eastern european like my name is Adi Shankar, and i have yeah. lived in castle for my life but he's like this cringy like kind of like millennial nerdy indian guy and he non-ironically wears like 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 this makeup and he he wears like a nintendo power glove and he dresses like an anime villain but like in real life and then yeah it's like he lives him, his life always cosplaying yes it's like when i used to be the guy where i noticed after a couple of years like hey man i'm scrolling 
two years back in my photos, and I'm the guy who always has metal fingers up. The worst. That's embarrassing. The cringiest. The, the cringiest. Dude, I a guy to... that I went to high school with has, he does the devil horns, and the back of his hand are demon faces, so that his fingers oh, are their oh, actual horns. horns. And I yeah. literally want to jump off a fucking bridge just for him. I just want to, I, I see it, and I'm like, yeah. well, I'm it's just going to wrap this up. It's monster energy drink yes. all day. It's monster energy drink. And I was listening. How scary to is him it when, when I... he punches a hole through his wall and his mom sees that devil head come out the <laughs> fucking wall? And I heard him on a podcast, and he was like, oh, "I've always been very dark, and my uh, I've always been dark and into the arts of darkness." And yeah, it's like, ah, oh, shut up. So you're, this is this you're is a fucking film, dude. Like you do work. You this is where I do- said earlier, I try to separate within reason and art the artist from the art, right? Yes. Until someone's <laughs> like bad, like until they're a child molester yes. or something crazy, <laughs> right? Like someone's like horrifically racist or like, a, you know, a <laughs> child, child molester or just, I don't know, cunty to the point where you're like, okay, I can't actually like for him. I'm just like, you know what, dude, you made it like when you have to abandon them. Yes. Like, you know what's weird? I saw a guy the other day wearing a t-shirt that was the classic portrait. It was a t-shirt with a print of the classic painting portrait of Kramer. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, wow, isn't that – like, have we gone so – because Kramer was pretty much the very first viral uh, – you just ruined your career. And now you're racist and everyone hates you because he's, like, stick a fork at him. And But, like, is it okay to go back now? You know, is I, it okay to like Kramer again? There's pictures of me as a kid rollerblading, and I used to have this T-shirt that was just an all-over print of Kramer's head, like just <laughs> Kramer heads in like stripes. It was crazy. My mom We're found get it. Canceled, bro. My mom found it somewhere. <laughs> well, this was in the '90s. You know, Seinfeld was still huge, and I didn't even like Seinfeld. I just thought it was a stupid <laughs> shirt. Like my mom got it for me, and no, that's a fucking meta. That's a dope ass. <laughs> Dude, sure. my mom got it for me, and I was at first like, why? I don't even like Seinfeld. And then I was like, this guy's fucking dumb looking. I'll just wear it skating. It's in like, there's some scenes in an old skate video we shot and when I'm wearing it. <laughs> and there's, You know what also I had? <laughs> so cringe I was. I thought, dude, every time, every shot of me, I'm going to hide this little stuffed cow that I got from like Burger King. Like uh, It was a little keychain cow. And I was like, I'll hide it. And then people will find it and it'll be like a thing. Like, I didn't put it'll it. It'll be like, your worst Waldo. Yeah, that's cool. That's, and I that's just very thought, cool. Well, I cringe at it because I thought anyone was ever going to watch my VHS tape video that we filmed. You know, like. No, that's cool. I like that. And I had long hair. I give hair. you props for that. I had shoulder length Kurt Cobain hair under buzz cut and everything. <laughs> and I refused to put it behind my ears. Fucking refused i wouldn't pull it back i wouldn't put it on my ears it was just in my eyes like i just was that <laughs> kid i was like the hell no i'm never gonna wash my hair because i'm fucking disgusting and i'm yeah. just gonna let it be greasy and in front of my face like you're never gonna see me i was Adi yeah. shankar but yeah the thing with Adi shankar and like but the tie to invincible is it's done so well but it's think the reason like with castlevania though why i haven't rushed to watch all of it because it means so much to me is because i know man this is controversial i need to watch the rest of it it's because i'm pretty much figuring that 
Castlevania doesn't fucking matter, even though it's incredible and awesome and he did a great job. It's just this guy's fanfic. It's not actually the story of Castlevania. It's his fanfic. Oh, dude. And the companies allowed him to do what he wanted <laughs> because I've already seen, or like, I don't know what the fuck happens, but I. I know one girl who's in the light blue. There's him. Carmilla's big. Shaft is big, which is great. I really hope Shaft is death because Shaft is supposed to be the Grim Reaper. Skeleton, you know, he's supposed to be death. I don't know if he is. I really hope. Uh, and a friend of mine told me he's not. And what I'm worried is, is this is going to be a really awesome show called Castlevania, but it's not. Well, no, it's they they can't. They're they're not gonna do enough to be like this is exactly the story they wanted to do something that ties into the world. But so let me ask you this: Belmont. When you start watching Castlevania, is there ever a, Kon- a Konami logo? No. Oh, so the so and then that's fine. I'm not like hating. I'm still gonna watch and like it. So with Invincible, same thing. Where I was like watching it and it was really awesome, but I didn't feel like it was important. But it was really great. Like I'm having a really weird conundrum with Invincible because Invincible is one of the best animated things I've seen in a long time. Um, comparable and maybe even better than the DC um, animated universe Batman films. Like I have not seen anything oh, or, or the Castlevania. I haven't seen anything animated that is this uh, kind of quality. Invincible's the shit, dude. And the yeah, comic that's what I'm just saying. It's ended. Quality. It's like they great. could do, they have seasons worth of stuff, but there is a definitive ending. Like the comic is done. Oh, so, the comic does end. Yeah, okay. it just ended after like fifteen years or something. This like last year, I think. Yeah, I think um, it started in two thousand and five or some shit like yeah. that. Four or five. Yeah, so it has a, a canonical ending, and they they are rushing, not rushing. They are pushing through some of the stuff. They're skipping some of the. You know some of the stuff, but what they do makes sense. Um, okay, I love. I mean, I loved it, and I, I do think you did a disservice watching it, like forcing yourself to watch past. You know when you I, were fatigued. This, if you were watching it week is, to though, week, is when I watch it like that, it's all fresh. Well, to me though, I was so ready. I was waiting week to week, and I was like, okay. I can't wait for the next one. You know. Okay, I forced. I did two episodes, and then I basically just forced the last. Six, six in the yeah. last two days yeah um oh god that first post credit scene where like you're like the first episode, i'll even you're say like, eight eight out of ten okay the that first episode you're like okay this is just another kick-ass or another movie or show about like kid get superpowers and then the fucking post credit scenes happen and you're like what the yeah. fuck like because there's not even blood in that first episode. There's nothing really vi- like he does beat a guy up and like you know he gets he bleeds, but he doesn't like rip his fucking head off. You know, it's yeah, like, it's like watching an episode of Justice League. Yeah, you know, like like you know like superhero cartoon. Then fucking Omni Man kills the entire Justice League, and not just kills yeah. him, he fucking crushes the Flash's head. Like they have different names. It's like Red something or whatever, but they're basically Red an Rush. An- yeah, they're like an analog to the Justice League, right? Like they're that universe's Justice League. Yeah, there's a fish guy, a flat, uh, a fast guy, an Amazonian yep. woman. A, a war god is like another super. He's like, oh, he's the immortal, mm-hmm. the immortal guy. He's like an uh, the immortal war dude. Yeah, and then there's like the invisible chick, who's kind of like Vision. She can like go through things and like goes invisible. Yeah. She wears like that green suit. I like that their suits weren't like. 
crazy either. It was just like, I wear all green. Like, I'm just like a weird green screen creature. Yeah. Um, but he brutally kills him. And then it just gets crazier and crazier from there. And then that fucking ending, man, it's like heartbreaking kind of that conversation between Mark and his dad, you know, when he's like basically tells him, like, I look at your mom as a pet. Oh, we're not there yet, dog. You just went from episode. Well, I'm not going to go episode, episode by episode. We don't have like. Oh, okay. No, we don't have to go episode. So we're full spoilers now. Yeah. So go away if you don't want spoilers. Yeah. So it starts off basically. There's a Superman guy who came to Earth. Same shit. Superman person comes to Earth, meets an Earth woman, has a baby, and that's Mark, which is invincible. So you have Omni Man, who's the dad, who's Superman, and Invincible is the son who hits puberty and he goes, Oh, I finally got my powers. And now dad's like, all right, I'm going to teach you how to use your powers. And as soon as his son gets his powers and he starts teaching him at the end of the episode, he Superman goes and kills the justice league. Basically he goes and kills the guardians of the, what is it? Guardians of the earth. Yeah. Guardians of something, uh, guardians of the globe. And so the globe. So the thing is, he uh omni man comes to earth and he tells them that he's a viltrumite he's from the planet called viltrum and they send out at 18 everybody has superpowers there and they send them out to find an inhabited planet and protect it they, yes they go out to be the protector and then he falls in love with a human woman and has a baby uh and so you think that's you know what's going on and then like you said his son gets his powers he's pretty stoked they're kind of weak, and he tells them, your powers get stronger through use. The more you use them, the better they're going to get, always. Yeah. Like, you're going to get stronger. You're going to get faster. You're going to you fly faster, whatever. But he immediately kills the Guardians of the Globe. And, and I remember you told me, you're like, I don't get it. Like, I think he means, like, he has to protect he his son. He means well. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, like, so, so basically, like, I, I see the end of the episode. I'm like, all right, the dad... Omni-Man kills everybody, and I don't think it's something cheesy like the DC thing with the starfish. Like, he's under brain control, even though they are they, mm-hmm. there's an analog for that in the story uh, that will come up in probably future seasons or probably does in the comic. So what ends up happening is, is the conundrum of the comic is one Mark, a.k.a. Invincible, learning how to balance his powers and his youthful life, trying to have friends and trying to have a girlfriend. And also the mystery of who killed the guardians of the globe and Holy fuck. Was it Omni man or not? Cause we don't figure out till like two, two, three episodes before it's over. They've realized, Oh shit. It was Omni man. Why? And we don't find out why. Because it's not that Omni-Man's evil. No, we do find out why. No, no, I'm, I'm saying oh, that oh, before, oh, sorry. before we gotcha, know. Gotcha, like we, gotcha, Omni-Man's yeah. not evil. We're just like, yeah, there's something the going. He's still he saving people, and so, you're like, I don't get it. Like, did he know that they were going to be evil? Like, yeah. what's going on? So, and then you've got so, Hellboy, basically this demon, Damien Darkblood. Oh, straight up Hellboy, dude. I would be suing Guardians of the Globe. I'm suing because it's too close to the Guardians of the Galaxy. And Demon Buddy, I'm suing because you're basically still stealing Hellboy. It's funny. These are all just analogs for actual. Yeah. And that's why it's a meta. It's a meta <laughs> it's comic. Funny. It's like, you know, that series was made by Robert Kirkman, who's the yeah, Walking it's very Dead. Meta. He did, you know, he did the Walking Dead forever. And hopefully that's done. I think it is. Um, uh, and so he did this. And I think it was a meta commentary on like comic books and, and kind of a flipping of that. And like, it's like taking that perfect 
savior character like Superman and being like, but what if he was a fucking asshole? Like, what if he wasn't what, yeah. you know, he portrayed himself to be? And so it's crazy, too, because we get to see Mark's uh, genesis of, like, my dad's Superman. You know, like, I want to be like him to becoming a hero and, and being a real hero. And that... So I just... I don't want to like go episode by episode and go through all the beats. No, we don't want to watch it. There's there's certain things to talk about. Yeah, that we don't have to dude, do that fucking scene where his dad put like literally holds him up while a fucking speeding train. Comes oh, up. I do. Yeah, let's not even get to yeah, why. Yeah, well, I want to talk it. about just, it. Yeah, no, like... you're right. You're right. No, I was gonna say not. Yeah, but there's other things. We'll talk about more. No, of the we can go back. There's like other shit. Yeah, but dude. So yeah. So basically, what it is. Is that the dad is a Viltrumite, which is like, oh, we're these um, kind of service species that we go out and we protect pan- planets. And what it really is, is there were this planet of superpowered beings that realized that the best way to conduct themselves civilly and culturally to have the best society was to kill anyone who wasn't strong enough. So they killed half of their own population. They all just fought each other. Until it was, it's basically Thanos. Yeah. The, they all like the whole planet battle royaled itself until it was 50%. Yeah. They did like forced natural selection. They were like only yeah. the strong survive and then we breed. Like yeah. after that. So they did natural selection. They fixed their planet. Their planet zoomed up in productivity and they said, all right, everybody, let's go. Go to all these planets, zoom out. Everybody pick a planet kind of um groom the planet and eventually what we're gonna do is we're gonna cull all of the all of the fodder out of the universe and just i guess they just want to make the ultimate powerful universe they're basically stretching their borders like they're like we are the best and we want everyone to be under us like they're you know they're gonna like take take control and and his dad is telling him like don't you want medicine that will cure anything and don't you want you know a planet that's safe like we could come here with the viltrums you know viltrumites and protect this planet because no one can stop us and mark's like mark's like but you're gonna get killed and he's like your planet he's like your wife is a human like that's you know my mom and then he says like i mean he's like don't you love her and he's like i mean i love her like a pet like i i she's weak she's nothing and And he even tells him at a point he's like I was waiting and hoping, waiting for your powers to hit. Because if your powers didn't hit, I would have just made another one. Yep. Like, because because if it's a possibility that the human gene maybe overrid the Viltrumite mm-hmm. gene, and Matt comes out or Mark comes out, and he doesn't have powers, then that fucking Omni Man would have. What was his name? Uh, so Mark, and then what's the dad? Something Grayson. I can't remember his name. Uh, the guy from uh, the guy from oh J K Simmons Nathan Nathan oh yeah uh, um and he would have just fucking probably off his own kid and made another one because at one point he's like dude we age our aging gets slower as we get older he's like you're gonna live for thousands of years before you even look like you're thirty everyone you know will die it doesn't matter these people are nothing like. And it's pretty awesome. I mean, if you think about it, being it is crazy. And Mark dealing with it was like, and he says like, "No, fuck you." He's like, "Fuck you." He These does are the, my he, people. Well, he's human. Yeah, because fucking Omni Man doesn't understand that 
invincible. He's half human, dude. He's like, I'm human as well, dude. Like he, he doesn't have that connection, but yes, there was a moment. This is super fast forwarding to the end where father has to fight son and father just beats the shit out of son. And dude, I was going to say it was the one moment. There was many moments in this show where it was so insane. The violence. Yeah. And the crazy stuff. This and I is just like sat, the crescendo. Like I've yeah, never and, seen anything like that. Yeah. And I sat and I kind of like, ha ha ha. Cool. Whatever. Oh, cool. Chuckle. But at that last time when I noticed when he, he sends him through the building and the building falls and I'm like, oh man, he's doing, he's using his son as collateral to he's create collateral him damage. kill people, like to yeah. show him like you can't save them. Yeah, he's like, he's throwing his son through a building and the building falls like that's a couple thousand people dead. And it was the moment when they go into the subway station and he holds his son up to a train and the train just goes through them. And as the train is passing, <laughs> Mark is just, people are shredding through his body. Yes, he's basically destroying, like just blowing them yeah. apart and blood. And you and see him are... holding his hands up and you see people like run into his hand and rip into pieces. And when it's done, it's just blood and bones and chaos and flesh that's when I actually like physically like laughed out loud and I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. And, like it was about like six 30 tonight when that part happened. And I had to sit up and I was like, dude, running him through that train was the gnarliest moment of the show. Yeah. Cause like even before <laughs> that, you know, he, tries to save the mom when the building's falling and the little girl and they both die and then he's just holding yeah. the mom's arm. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, that's crazy. Then they are like, yeah, you think that's crazy? Here's crazy at times a thousand. Yeah. And like, we hadn't seen, you know, we had seen some violence. Like there's, um, so I will say, uh, I like all the characters. Like I like a lot of them. And, and um, there's a lot of good voice acting. J.K. Simmons plays Nathan. Um, mm-hmm. Grayson and um oh my god Glenn from The Walking Dead whose name is slipping my mind right now plays um Invincible um and then I, I wait I will say this is really great about Prime if you press X or pause oh, yeah. during any X-ray. scene mm-hmm. it will show you the voice actors of whatever character is currently on the screen yes his name's Stephen Young sorry um Stephen Stephen Yun, Yun yeah. uh, however you say it um Yun. and then there's um Zazzy Beats but wait, I believe isn't that a weird technology that like if you're watching a scene of Invincible, and I was watching it, and if it's got um, Adam Eve, uh, Mark, and Invincible, and you pause it, it shows you the names of those three actors. Yeah, it's below. really cool. Amazon's the only one that does it. It's called X-ray dude, mode. Yeah, dude, that's probably somebody's job. Yeah, everybody should do that though. It's there. fucking awesome, yeah, dude. Because it's like whoever's on screen at the moment. Save you can me find the googling, out. dude. Save me the googling. Um, yes. The one character who pissed me off actually was uh, uh, his girlfriend, whose name I can't remember right now, but Zazie Amber. Uh, Amber. Because um, he's like trying not to tell her a secret identity or whatever, you know, the classic thing. And then he does because she's mad at him because he disappears during like this big moment where like she was about to get beat up or get killed by a thing and she thinks he ran away. And then he finally tells her, like, okay, look, I'm invincible. And she's like, yeah, I know. And it's like, so what the fuck are you mad about? And she's like, you're still an asshole because you, you know, you're late to dinners and stuff. It's like, 
Yeah, bitch. Well, I'm... she said because you lied to me. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's called a secret fucking identity. Like. Yeah. So he literally says that. It's yeah. called a secret identity. And then she goes, but you lied to me. Yeah, bitch. I just met you. Yeah. And By also, the way, I'm a superhero who's fighting monsters. That puts you in danger. Yeah. I'm also trying to save the world. Like, I mean, I think there's a way to write that a little better. Because uh, mm-hmm. I that mean, was one of that that knocked off a point and a half for me. Yeah. And honestly, it might just be that they want that character to be an asshole. But it's also annoying that he went back to her. When she came to me after I was beat up, I'd be like, bitch, fuck you. Like, yeah. So I'm going to tell you that I would have given this a nine if it wasn't for her character alone because I want to know who wrote that character because that character has no redeeming qualities. She is rude, inconsiderate. She's mean. She's well, no, for no she's, reason an asshole. She's, she's just an she's a toxic chick who treats him poorly and and they give her good character. I mean, she's altruistic in that she volunteers at a soup kitchen and she's like That's very, bullshit. Because I know I know people that are pieces of shit that volunteer at animal shelters. That's called karma farming. Well, dude, there's come nothing on. you're she you're does. making real life uh, uh, like No, connections. but there's nothing she does in the show that is altruistic other than she does this soup kitchen shit for some fucking reason. Well, no, she sticks up for Mark. Like, she's, in the beginning, she, like, sticks up for him when he's getting beat up by the fucking bully. And, you know, there there is good in her. It's just that they they made her do a weird turn. Like, because I feel like she was good. Like, she was nice to him. She was, like, clearly, like, uh, Mm -hmm. sarcastic. She treated him like a pet, like a toy. You're you're moment, projecting onto this, my man, because I watched no, no, it. No, let me tell you, I, I'm telling you. I watched you, it. She, I watched it too. You watched from it through your lens. I, I I watched it. So your lens is more correct than mine. What I'm saying is, is from their interaction, she was always, um, like, aggrandizing herself above him, treating him like shit, treating him like he was ignorant, being a bitch, being rude, being mean, she being sarcastic. Mean she was never end. nice. She was never genuine. They, she they, was never she was never warm. She, she was gave always him her rude. number and then they had a like a cute a meet cute and they did a date and then they went into like and she was Chinatown rude and the they got time. like No, she wasn't rude though. She was not rude in my opinion until She was always shit testing him. She was always testing him and being rude and being like, huh, but what about me? And what about but I'm telling you, dude, she was a bitch the whole time and she was never <laughs> I disagree. I think, I, I don't. I think, there I think was she a was turn. mean the whole time, and I think the only times that she showed vulnerability when which was when she was like playing the victim because he didn't tell her he was a superhero because he wanted to protect her. See, my opinion shifted on her. Uh, I didn't like her at the very end of it because I felt like obviously she was annoyed because she was always late and like was yeah. inconsiderate in that way. No, you're, like, you're very right because she knew. So she should definitely understand. That's where I think the shitty part is. Is like at first you're like, okay, it's understandable that if you don't know that someone's a superhero and all this shit's happening, you're like, why are you always uh, late? I you, I just asked you specifically, please don't be late to see to dinner with my parents because it's important to me, and you were late, you know, with her mom, with her mom, and then you know, uh, you didn't show up at the soup kitchen, and you know, you said you would, and whatever things yeah. like that. That's fine. But but and then I, again, she dumps him after watching him fight. Omni Man, 
Yeah, no, that's she that's what wa- I'm saying. That's, that's where... where I'm thinking, like, bitch, you think you think your pussy's that good? The well, pussy's never that good. Well, that's where I'm saying that my opinion shifted on her is like, if if she knew that, then like a break up with them. Like, if she was like, look, I can't date a superhero. Like, I can't worry about you. That'd be one thing, right? You'd be like, okay, that makes sense. Like, I can't watch you on the news fighting a dragon and be here worried that you're gonna die. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna see it. Also, but I like she, the dragon they tease for season two. Yeah, but Old she's man like dragon buddy. She's like, all of a sudden, just like, no, fuck you, like ice queen. Yeah, it's weird. It was it was weird. Like her. No, see, at that point, I think, in my opinion, what I would have liked would would be is that when he showed up and he's like, I'm, I'm, I would have liked to see her break down and go, I already know. And I'm sorry I've been giving you such a hard time because she just watched the Invincible versus Omni-Man fight on the news, which devastated the planet. Dude, they broke Mount Everest. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, and she's still, like, acting like, but you still need to be nice to me, your high school girlfriend. Like, bitch, you're, you don't matter. Yeah. Like, Bro, you, I flew you don't matter. to Mars. <laughs> yeah, and I brought you a Mars rock. Like, I literally and, and flew so, my body of my own volition to Mars. Yeah. So no one's ever going to tell me or convince me. I think her character was disgusting, was rude, <laughs> you, mean. You have such anger towards... <laughs> no, I do. Because if you really watch it, dude, she's mean to him. She's condescending. See, she's I liked her rude. the entire time leading no, up. I thought she was toxic. like... that's toxic. That's a toxic relationship. No. She's rude and mean to him. She's, she's never sarcastic. sweet to him. Like, th- that's... No. You like sarcastic bitches that are fucking insulting you all the whole time? She's never nice to him. Bro. She's always judging him. You are... She's never you're nice to him. taking this so personally. Like, I literally watched it and I was it like... I'm not personally because I have nothing to do with these characters and they don't in any way reflect my life. But what I'm saying is, is her character to... Mark's character. You won't let me was, say a word, which is important. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, now there's no point. I, I didn't want this no, to be an Amber no, hate fight. Like, like I just no. Say your word. I want... No, this is the major. This was my one big gripe for the show, was her having zero redeeming qualities. She has no redeeming qualities for him to like her, other than she's pretty. See, I really liked her until her turn. I thought she was like uh, a strong character, like a strong. Uh, right, because she, she's mean. She was independent. Like she didn't need him. She wanted to be with him. And like where he was a little bit more she, she on the him. on the needy side, right? Like he was more like wanting of her. Where it was like he was enamored by her and he liked her. Sure, and she liked him. Uh, I thought as well. Like I felt like they had a good connection. They were like having fun together. They were going on dates, and that was cool. And then I, I just so. felt like. I mean, I know that you don't think so, but this is my thoughts. No, because now. I'm telling you, is I feel like These she was judging him. Now. Like when she when, he, when they went on a date, she's just going like, "Huh? So this is what you think is fun? All right, okay, we'll see what you have next, hot shot." Like she was always condescending and kind of an asshole. She was never really like sweet to him. She was always but kind maybe, of an asshole. Maybe that's not the type. Maybe she's not a sweet person. Maybe she's a like a. So all I'm saying is, is that she cat. was mean. She was never nice to him. I'm, I will watch this whole thing again and try to find instances where she's being nice. She never does anything sweet to him other than make out with him a few times, and no, that's she kind like of it. Reads the comic that he likes to like understand him better when he does the same thing. Like they trade books together. Like there's, 
I felt like they had a connection and they were like learning about each other and having a good time. And, you know, like I didn't find her like I thought she was sassy. That's her character, right? Like she's like that kind of thorny girl, you know, like. Yeah. And I I, and I, and I can take that and I, I realize that's what it was. In the end, in, you know, in you. In the end, she was always mean. Well, in the end, she like she was shitty because she knew he was like getting his ass beat by space aliens and was still mad at him like for some dumb petty shit like if if you know like if i knew kelsey was flying into space and seeing how small and unimportant i was i probably wouldn't argue with her about some dumb shit like i mean obviously you're gonna fall into petty bullshit you know you're gonna have arguments here and there just because that's relationships but like i wouldn't be mad at her like that she was late i mean if, yeah. if i asked her specifically like hey this is a dinner with my mom you know like please don't be late i'd probably be upset then because i'm like look you didn't have to go do the thing. I watched the news today. There was no world-ending shit. You know, like especially that one. He went on a mission with that dude who ended up being a mob. You know, ended up trying to take over the mob or whatever. Like that one's kind of shitty. But like, I don't know. I I enjoyed her as a character, and I thought I'm glad they didn't do like a big love triangle. Like you could see there was one a little bit, but there wasn't competitiveness no. between. Yeah, I know what you mean with Adam Eve. Yeah, but there was no love triangle and. It's good that they didn't do that because I think it's the obvious that Adam Eve would be the obvious choice because I would definitely go Adam Eve. But also she's got like family issues and she's a she's a mess. You want to avoid people like that. She needs well, she thinks that she needs to go save the world and she's, she's in her own I'm I'm excited to see what happens with her character arc because this whole like I'm gonna run away from home and save the world thing that she's doing where even though what she's doing right now is very zen, peaceful, and humanitarian and beautiful, this is going to lead to trouble because it's manic behavior that's just jumping towards what you think is going to fix stuff. She's not handling her issues with her with her father, first off, and her mom. Because in the end, the last time before she left home, she was talking to her mom, and when her dad tried to talk to her, she, she, uh, met, she metaphysically changed like close the door so her dad couldn't speak so she hates her father so she has like the daddy issues thing and you don't want to date adam eve because she needs to figure her shit out well so i don't i don't school, think that mark so think, needs to go to adam eve I think they all need to figure their shit out like they're fucking they're all kids 18. yeah like i think the she's the obvious choice in terms of like she understands that part of his life that is hard for anyone else yeah. to understand, right? But that doesn't mean they'll automatically be a good couple. Hence, her and yeah, Rex. Why, why still go to school? Her and Rex Blode <laughs> broke up because they both, you know, were. And, and that's Jason Manzuka's uh, voiced Rex Blode, and I love oh, him. Oh God, so. I hate him. He's so I hate that character, douchey buddy. No, no, but I like the voice actor. Yeah, he's a douchebag, yeah, yeah. but he does end up kind of becoming a better person by the end. Like there is an arc for him. Yes. Um, well, there's a, he's a main character, especially because Robot takes dude, his form. What a creep Robot is, right? Like Robot wants to fuck the the kid. He's yeah. 30, 30 yeah but something. she's also 25 and she's sure just, but if it, if you came over my house with your new girlfriend and she had that shit that i saw in svu that i don't even know if it's a real disease but where like she looks like she's 12 forever and you're like hey this is my girlfriend i'd be like you're a fucking creep oh you know there's people like that but then what you're being right now is ableist and you're being a really horrible person because there are adults who are 40 who look like they're 12 and they deserve love too, and they deserve to have a love in the sex life. 
But sure, but if the when, person that's also, fucking them also, is only um, fucking them because people. they want to fuck little kids and they can't, then that's a problem. I know. Also, little people. You know, if there's a girl, if there's a woman who's a little person who's uh, three and a half feet tall and she's thirty-eight, but she's kind of pretty and she's really nice. No, no, and no. Funny. That's a hundred percent different. Well, I don't know, dog. You're fucking a, something that's the size of a middle school. No, but no, but they don't look and sound like a middle schooler. Yeah. Well, cause, uh, Cause yeah, like, because yeah, um, because hey, I saw a because, picture today um, of Joe Rogan next to Alex Jones. <laughs> Joe Rogan, I know he's small. He looks. Joe Rogan's five foot four, five he, foot five. Bro, he looks like a child. Like he looks Dude, like Joe, a, Joe Rogan is shorter than us. He's yes, five five. I am Alex Jones' height. Alex Jones is five ten. He looks like a mountain compared to Joe Rogan. Okay. And no, no, and just so I'm talking about like that disease, you know, like. I was shocked because, like, you know when you know, like, Tom Cruise is short, right? But you don't mm-hmm. see him next to other people. You're just like, yeah, he looks like a person. And, like, short people are not not people, you know what I mean? But, like, Joe Rogan is like... No, it's like Prince. Like, Prince is Prince was five foot four, yeah. five foot three. And, like, he's four. got such a big presence, right? And then you see him next mm-hmm. to someone, you're like, oh, my God, you're tiny. Like, if I saw you in person, I'd yeah. laugh at you. <laughs> yeah, even Rogan said it on one of his specials. He's like... <laughs> He was like, he's like, you know why? He's like, people think that this woman shouldn't be guarding the 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 front door to the White House. And he's like, you know why? I don't think a woman should be guarding the, or whatever. He's like, because I'm five foot whatever, and I've met Shaq, and my face is where his dick is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, there's some people. Who are giant people, and yeah, there's some of us. Like you're lucky, you got five ten. I'm stuck. I'm three inches under. I'm like five seven. I tell five seven and a half if I'm lucky. <laughs> I, I just I was shocked, but, but so the thing, the reason it was shocked me is because Rogan's so buff. You know, like it's so weird because you could be so buff, but also you're. Oh, still... he'll fucking murder you. Sure, but he's so small. If you and I'd still, I, I'd laugh and at him as he was doing it. Tried to fucking attack him, he'll murder us. <laughs> I would laugh at him while he did it though. Because he's so small. Yeah. He he looks like, you remember um, the movie Elf? Uh, when mm-hmm. they, no, no, it was the, the the Santa movie with Vince Vaughn. They like put a, they like computer generated the elf guy, like the main elf. He's like a normal sized dude and they put him on like a, a tiny body and he looks crazy. Like it looks fake. That's what mm-hmm. Rogan looks like. Rogan looks like a, if someone... If the movie Big happened, but he didn't turn into Tom Hanks, he had the same size. He just got old. That's what Rogan looks like. That probably would be it because I'm five seven ish, five seven, five eight, a little. I mean, I'm probably five seven and a half. But think about that. You're um, like four inches taller than Joe Rogan, and and you're not. I wouldn't even like. I'd say no, five Joe seven Rogan's, is average uh, size, right? Like five seven to five. My t- I say I'm I average height. I can't be four inches taller than Dad. If he's five four, you're three and a half inches taller than him. Are you, did you look it up? Well, I don't know. Let's see. Hold on. Because, oh, because, dude, Alex Jones is towering over him, and he's five ten. Like five ten isn't short. I would say five ten is average height. Like I say, I'm, I'm average in every way. Like I'm just, I'm like the. He's baseline. five seven. So he's my height. There's no way. Look then at that, then they're lying. Look then at he's the five, look up he's five five. Look up Alex Jones and Joe Rogan picture, and then. It was on Joe R slash Joe Rogan today. I don't know why we're talking about this of all things, but it's so funny. I don't know, to but me. look, all I'm saying is, is like, look, man, is that fuck was her name? Amber? Amber was a bitch. 
I, I, and I'm telling you this, like, I, I'm, I don't know what you think I'm triggering at. There's not, I watched it and I wanted it to work. That character from the very first time she interacts with, with Mark invincible, she is rude. She's condescending. She is smug. She's rude. She's rude and self-purposed, and she's just like, fuck See, I didn't, you. I didn't read it that way at all. Like, by the Dude, end... Dude, are you kidding me? That was her whole character arc was that... I disagree. By the end, Her whole character think... arc was that she was always testing him. No, she was I, always testing I him, just... and she was always talking shit and talking down to See, him. See, I just fully saying, disagree. what are you going to do better? I just fully disagree. But I think by the end, that's where it comes to, is like, oh, she's a kind of a shitty person and then it's weird that they like have him take her back but i mean he's 18 you know like we've all been there like he's a fucking idiot well we've all taken we've all been with people that we shouldn't have been with for much longer than we should have right like everyone's been there so that's fine i don't like if this isn't a real story it's a fucking character in a comic so it's whatever but i didn't read her like that i read her completely different and i thought like oh she's like the uh like she's just more of a like a strong-willed lady and he's you know, kind of taken by her, and they're just having their fun, whatever. I don't and, know. It's like when it comes to like saying like that strong-willed shit. Like I should really be careful with what I'm about to say right now. But like I know a girl right now in my life who's like, she's kind of a cool girl who's like, you know, around my age. I met her. She's kind of cool. It's kind of like it's just a platonic relationship and shit. But like she's one of these girls who like always has to jab you. Everything's a fucking like, like. Oh hey, what's up, miserable guy? And whatever, blah, blah, blah. it's never just normal. Everything has to be a satirical, cynical kind of like. Sure, but I don't think jab. that she's being a bitch to you. I think she's just that's her that she likes to mess around like that's like her way of. Yeah, but can we just be nice to each other? Sure, but maybe that's not. Do you have to be fucking bitter all the time? And I know that's weird coming from me because I'm bitter, yeah, Mister Who doesn't bitter like dude. fun shit. <laughs> like. Sounds like th- you would like a chick like her that's like, you know, uh, cynical and whatever. Like that's no. I read her as like cynical, jaded teenager, right? Like ready for fucking high school to be over, realizes it's bullshit. You know, like not yeah. Selling. Like her character was basically, and I didn't think of her as testing him and that and, oh, and the way she was reacting. I felt like she was curious about him. You know, like because he's like someone she didn't know until you know they went to high school together for they're in their senior year you know like i feel like it was more like huh what are you mark grayson you know like that's that's how i read it It was like oh this is your room right or like huh so this is you know your where you would want to take me you know on a date i feel like she was just like what's the kind of shit you're into and just the way it came off like i can understand reading it that way that's just not how i got it like i felt it I, I liked her. I, I actually really liked them together. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, she's like this just no-nonsense chick who, like, will kick a dude in the balls, you know, like, and who's beating up another, you know, a weaker dude. You know, she sees someone picking on him, knows he won't hit her, kick him right in the balls, you know, like. Yeah. I liked that, and I liked their initial relationship. I just didn't like, like, and if she would have said, like, well, I figured it out when you disappeared and Invincible showed up and we are 100 miles away, you know. Yeah. Then I'd be like, okay, I understand she wasn't. She should have figured it out during the episode with like the gay friend who had. Yeah. 
the 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 his interest who got turned and then hey, you know Mark obviously disappears and shows up as invincible like that's when they should have broke it yes and and I think that's kind of what she was saying is like I figured it out and I pieced I'm not dumb you know like I I saw that and then I worked backwards and but so, she was selfish and she's like but you didn't tell me and yeah I mean that's just dumb but it, especially after seeing so. the Omni Man fight like yeah. I mean, the only way that they can save her character for me is if they pull some shit like she's a scroll, and she's doing no like recon. Because no, if she's she like is a, supposed like a... to be just a human girl, she's a she's a she's a bitch. She's okay. she's rude and she's self centered and she's inconsiderate. Well, you better like, tell you better tell this person in your life you're a fucking cunt. You're an inconsiderate, rude bitch. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> you have not. Guaranteed you have you not. You think said, I have not told? I guarantee you have not said you're a cunts fucking cunt. in my life cunt. that they're inconsiderate cunts? No, no, no. I'm talking about someone who is interested in you maybe in some way or is your friend and oh, ribs you saying. and ribs you oh, we'll harmlessly. Talk after. I kind of have. Yeah. But anyways, we're this this is it's okay. This is what this we're is going doing here, my nerds. So we talk about stuff. Of, we digress into things. I just things. wanted to talk about Invincible that I loved. We did we talk about Invincible, and I, and I did love it, too. I thought it was great. I thought her character kind of fucked it up. The, the things that we didn't talk about, guys, were there's a lot of fun superhero stuff. There's a lot of fun alien there's a lot of cool, like little weird alien things here. Oh, we're making a clone here, and there's Seth some Rogen's alien was pretty fun too. The guy that's like come here and he's fought Omni Man a bunch of times to like test uh, the guardian of the planet, and then he finds out he's been coming to the wrong planet the whole time. Yeah, yeah, the, the definitely. He's like Earth. I thought I was going to Urath. Yeah. He's like, oh shit. He's like, oh, and they're gonna yeah. be fucking pissed. And then I love um, that he comes back afterwards and is like, oh shit, I went back and told them that a Viltrumite was here, and they were like. Fuck, and he's like, "You gotta watch out. He's gonna take he's over." Like, and he's I'm like, "Yeah, too the late." The Vulture, <laughs> Yeah. You know what's funny? Actually, if you look at that shot, I don't know if this is true or not, but this makes is what I saw in that moment. Um, when um Seth Rogen's character shows up, uh, and Invincible grabs a rock and sets him down. If you look, it's very, very similar to the Mister Manhattan shot of Mister Manhattan Dr. sitting Manhattan. on the rock. Or Dr. Manhattan sitting on the rock? Yeah, he's on Mars, I think. Um, but yeah, but I think it, it is similar, it, yeah. That, it reminded me of that, like, sitting, like, two, like, but it was two of them. Yeah. Um, and it was nice. Like, it was a very great superhero show. I think we touched on the, the basic two things, which were father-son dichotomy and what Viltrumites are. Honestly, I think it was kind of cheap. The whole Viltrumites, like, we just want to do Thanos. Thanos shit. I think that the Viltrumites play is the most, is the least interesting part. But I think that, um, and I'm, I was kind of bummed because I thought that it would be a lot cooler because it just means that um, Omni Man is just like a tool of this government. Well, no, he's, he's not, not even, even like a tool. the Superman of that planet. He believes in the Viltrumite like th- theology the he believes in it that's the thing is it's not that he's like a tool he believes in what they're yeah. doing and yeah i mean it's it's like a weird I, I thought it was a cool reveal in that like it's just such a a flipping of superman you know yeah and it's so you the truth, fucking boring man, like he's thousands of years old probably and even though we don't want to hear it he's probably right like a lot of a lot of us are probably a waste of life 
A lot of us are, you know? Yeah, I mean, we're on three hours and ten minutes of talking about cartoons, so... <laughs> I know, but, like, yeah. No, what a I mean is, like... are probably a waste of life, and... If they came, they'd be like, be right, you have no skills. A... You have no, yeah. like... You, your video game skills mean nothing. Yeah, like, they're probably right. Like, you know, like... But not everybody has to be... You know, it's kind of like when, like, somebody, like... If, if, I would imagine, like, if I was insulted by my job by, like, a, a corporation owner, it's like, hey, somebody's got to pack the bread that you buy, you know? Yeah. Someone's got to flip the burgers. Someone's got to fill the air in your tires. Someone's got to like, fucking look, find out why you have a light that turned on on your dashboard of your car. I used to look down on, like, fast food workers, right? Like, I used to think, like, I'll never work fast food. Like, bro, if I got to pay my bills, I'm going to do whatever I need to do. Mm-hmm. But that's a childhood that's a child's mindset right like that's just like a a narrow-minded mindset of like anyone else's job uh, below a certain point is just below me it's like no those are just people making money that's all they're doing sure they could have more money and they could do jobs and make more money but yeah i i I know what you're saying like yeah someone has a weird way to be because you eat it you know like i love bread if no one did my job you know what i mean welcome to no bread yeah it's it's a weird way to be because like in the end we do have hierarchical we do live in a hierarchical system and i do believe that that's normal and should be but yeah it just it just what matters is is when you are socioeconomically or in any way above another rung of that hierarchical system your behavior in relation to those who may be technically under your rung matters and affects like how the system works. So if you are lucky and privileged enough to be above a rung of hierarchy above something below you, you don't have to step on them. This whole thing with the Karens and the people yelling at people for masks or even how I think there was a meme that was a really, really great meme that came out a couple of weeks ago. That was somebody who said, I've worked in a uh, restaurant serving like, you know, like a fucking waitress or some shit for many years. And I will tell you one thing that the 1.30 p.m. post church Sunday rush of people is the most inconsiderate and rude people you'll ever meet. And it's funny because. After church, you would think it's the most pious and 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 loving and g- generous and nice people, but it goes to show like how people like behave within certain rungs of society if they believe so or see whatever. So to be like I'm a Viltrumite and you're just a fucking Earthling, you know, like. Mm-hmm. So th- that's a cool part of the show, and I think I was always wondering what that meme meant. Everyone's taking. The, the screenshot of the last episode of when Omni-Man beats the shit out of his son. And he says, think, Mark. Yeah. He, he says, the line is, you're fighting for the opportunity to die. And that's crazy. Because as a Viltrumite, if Mark upholds his shit normally, dude, you're going to live for who fucking knows how long. At least thousands, tens of thousands. Who knows? Who knows? There's probably a Viltrumite out there that's fucking mad old. But he's telling his son, like, if this is the plight you're taking and you're going to defend humanity, you are fighting me. I can, I can, I'm going to kill you, basically. 
And he's saying you're fighting just so just for the opportunity that you can die. And that's Mark fighting for his humanity, basically. And that's why he won't submit to his father. So it is actually a really smart and really, really it is a really deep show with a lot of layers. And I think it's great. I really do. I think it was See, I, I only read the show. first two trades, I believe, and they didn't even get this far. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's important to note that Omni Man leaves. He does not kill Mark and he leaves. So I wonder what that means. Is he going to Viltrum to bring That's on what I thought. the war or is he reconsidering because he couldn't even kill his son, you know? So you don't know the answer to that? I kind of do. Okay. Because I was thinking he, because I feel that he's so. God damn it. I hate me for using this. I feel like Omni is so MAGA right now that he's going back to Viltrum and being like, we got to go to Earth right now. And I fear that like he's bringing the war. And I don't feel that a good writing choice would be to have him come back and be sympathetic. I think that Omni-Man has to be the villain. And that's season three. I think fucking Mark needs to do push-ups until they come back. Like literally just use his powers until he's the strongest there ever was. Like fucking fly for 300 days as fast as possible and then fucking punch mountains on an empty desolate planet like lift a planet to get stronger until he's super strong you know yeah because we know that by the the montage at the end of the final episode that we know that season two which i'm banking they're fucking drawing right now but they're not drawing they're using computers uh we're gonna get a whole bunch of monsters of the week we saw all of them we saw little a uh, little Chinese guy who turns into the Shenron dragon. We got underground buddy. We got the two the two twins, mm-hmm. which is funny. We have the two brute clone twins are actually scientist buddies who make clones. Yeah. We're actually very important, so I'm sure those guys are going to stick around. We have a slew of um, – a, we have a, a nice little rogues gallery that's built up for – and we have the whole instance, which I think season three is uh, those – um, alien slug face huggers. Yeah, we'll see. They might just be a nothing burger. I don't think so. I think that's. I think that that has the potential of being the biggest. And really, uh, what we're seeing is that Mark is Omni Man. Like he's the new Omni Man. He's gonna have to be. Yeah. Because Omni Man's gone, and the Guardians of the Globe are gone. Um, I no, we do have the new ragtag. No, no, no. I mean, but the the originals, the the really strong ones, and we know that uh, the immortal dude is back, War God or whatever his name is. I think he's a loose cannon. He's a wild card. Oh yeah, when he comes back and he's like, "Where is he?" And he like just goes I think, rage. Yeah, um, he's like Lazarus Pit. Like he's, I think he's, I think he loses his mind a little bit every time he gets fucking killed because yeah, he's a fucking psycho. But when they put him together at the end, they put a flashlight in his eye and his iris retracted, which means he's functioning again, which means we got to watch out. So I think that season two will be a fun rogues gallery thing. And I do think that the, uh, I think a main arc is going to be the face huggers uh, on that planet on Mars. Yeah, we'll see. I, you know, they show them. So there's gonna, they're going to pop up at some point, but, um, it's gonna be interesting, man. I really, I I really wonder how they top what we just saw. That fucking yeah. last episode was bonkers. Yeah, um, it was really rough. It was really nuts. The way that Omni Man just beats him. Yeah. Uh, he beats the shit out of him, and 
it's even though it's animated and it wasn't, I still had to kind of like kind of look away a little bit. Like he split his face open, like mm-hmm. under his chin, the flesh is ripped open. And even though it's like it's just cartoons, it was still like fuck, man. Like he really pounded that dude into a mountain. Yeah, bro. Like, and when he when he says like, "What will you have after everything you love is dead? You'll oh. live for it." And he says, "I'll have you." Yeah, he says, I'll have you, Dad. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Ooh, and I think that's why... Oh, and also, if you notice this, as the final shot of Omni-Man finally leave, when After that, because that's, that's what triggers him to, to fly away, right? He flies out, and as he leaves the atmosphere, I, I noticed they use this a few times, the blood and everything burns off, and as Omni-Man flies off shot... Uh, tear tear falls off his face and into the camera so if you want to go back and look at that when he said I'll have you dad Omni-Man fucking takes off and as he flies into space uh, uh, he he drops a tear and he has not dropped a tear yet at all Mm mm-hmm so I think that's the line that got on Yeah, and I think he too. loves his wife more than he portrays. Like I think he wants to believe the Viltrum code like and I think he does like in his heart, but I think he doesn't want to um You think it hurt him to call her a pet? Mhm. Yeah, like I think he was just telling himself that. Yeah. Like there um I will say the soundtrack annoyed me a, a, a lot of times cuz it was so modern and hip but it's not for me cuz I'm not young. But um uh at the last episode when Mark's like he's going to his mom to be like do you want to just order pizza tonight after they get home from the whole everything and she's just sobbing in her bed. Yeah, instead of like going in and trying to help her he's just like I'll just quietly shut the door. Dude when I that part was the part where like I didn't in person, but mentally I was like, oh, this is where I cry. And if I wanted to, I could have let it happen. But I understood that because you have to think, dude, like she was married with she's been with this guy for 25 years, whoever knows. And she, you know, like, can can you imagine like, you know, no. yeah, I love your mother like like a pet. <laughs> Yeah, and he just killed like three thousand, four thousand, five thousand people, <laughs> and beat the shit out of Mark. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a very heavy show. I think that it's, it was a really brilliant, uh, costume design, uh, for Invincible because it's so bright mm-hmm. and it's so exciting and it's so youthful and kind of free and young. I had no idea. And it wasn't like edgelord gore. This was done in a way that was I haven't yeah. seen, and I imagine maybe I have I should watch more of the boys. Dude. Like it seems like that, like this new dark, <sighs> this dark edge to uh, superhero shit. The boys would... is on some shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the boys is crazy. You have to watch it. I've seen one episode. Yeah, they put a bomb in an invisible guy's butt. Uh, um all right can we go to bed but yeah yeah we're done we did it my nerds we did it another episode we love Wait, you let's find out let's find out hold on you're gonna be so mad i didn't put a no, question there's no, I, there's no I, emails. I just i just did a post that said we're recording the episode i didn't write write any um things 
And why? you got lucky. Yeah, why do you do we it? got no questions. You always do it like, hey, we should do that because there's nothing to talk about. I'm like, you know. No, we should do it because we should let our peoples be able to run into the show and tell us what they feel. That's why. What's the email? Nerdsthepodcast.gmail.com Nerdsthepodcast.gmail.com Fuck the Facebook post where we ask you to write in questions. Nerdsthepodcast.gmail.com Write in any questions, anything, anything you want. Uh, Nerd Podcast on Instagram. Nerds the Podcast on Twitch. You guys know what we do. We're here. This is what we do. We will be we, back. We love you. We'll be back next week with some Resident Evil 8 and maybe some Castlevania. It'll be spooky time. Jesus and other than that, you. we hope you guys had a, a fun time. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode and enjoyed Invincible. Repent and thou shalt be saved. Take care of yourselves, guys. Bye.